your hand on where that issue is. Just lay your hand where that situation is. Where that pain is. Where that sickness is. Where that condition is. Just lay your hands there. Nothing is broken. The spirit is ready. And just begin to pray. And just begin to pray. Nothing is missing. Nothing is missing. Lift up your voice. Nothing is missing. Just call it right now. Just claim it right now. Call it and claim it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's claim on it right now. Let's claim on it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Spirit is Nothing is missing, nothing is wrong. 
exalted the mighty name of Jesus. With this atmosphere that is set for the move of the Holy Spirit, I decree by apostolic mandate and by the prophetic grace that nobody lives here the same. Online and in-house. I speak from that perspective of heaven and I declare that nobody lives the same. Any sickness you came with dies now. Any condition that has been declared over you is removed in Jesus' name. Every unproductivity is giving way for productivity and overflow. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, every disfavor, every disfavor, every disfavor, every disfavor, I hear the Lord saying, I'm turning this favor around. Every disfavor is being turned around. The atmosphere has shifted. The glory of the Lord has taken over. I see identities being changed. Let your identity be changed right now. The Lord is telling me that identities are being changed. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it one. Receive it two. Receive it three. Receive it four. Receive it five. Receive it six. Receive it seven. Let identities be reformed. Let identities be changed. Let identities be changed. Right now in the name of Jesus. Now I hear. in the realms of the spirit and the Lord said I am restoring authority now the Lord is saying that I'm restoring authority so that the voices of my people shall be credible in the realms of the spirit and the Lord said some time ago the voices of my people had credibility but because of certain altars the credibility was lost but I heard in the realms of the spirit and he said there is restoration receive it in the name of Jesus online and in-house receive it in the name of Jesus Bible said that the Lord was with Samuel and no word of his mouth fell to the ground from tonight listen from tonight if I be a man of God by reason of this restorational power Every word of your mouth will come to pass in Jesus' name. Before you say it, you will see it. I said, before you say it, you will see it. Receive it in Jesus' name. Now the Lord said, I am bringing speed. Speed. This, this is the third time I am hearing it this evening. I can hear it loud and clear. And the Lord said, I am bringing speed. Because the Lord said, a lot of obstacles as a result of background altars have delayed and have denied my people. But the Lord said, those obstacles have been removed. And the Lord said, speed. Receive speed. Receive speed. Now look at what I'm seeing. I saw it in the afternoon. Whilst I was here and praying and the Holy Ghost took my spirit and put me in an airport. And I was at the airport and then my spirit was inside the airport and in an aircraft. 
And as I was inside the egg, I saw it in the afternoon. And right now the Lord showed it to me again. I saw that it was like an aircraft. Brand new. Very beautiful. Very, very beautiful. It was like a Concorde. I can't describe how beautiful it was. But then all of a sudden, as I was inside and I was hearing, I heard an announcement. And then the pilot of the aircraft said, Cabin crew, take your seat for takeoff. And then when I was watching, I saw that people sat down and they were ready. And then all of a sudden, I saw that the aircraft was moving. And then the Lord took me out of the aircraft and put me outside. And then I saw the speed with which it was moving. Because whilst I was inside, I was not seeing it. And then the Spirit of the Lord transported me again inside. And then the Holy Ghost said, My people after tonight are taking off like supersonic Concord. Listen, <laughs> I heard it clearly. Like the way you are hearing me. He said, my people are taking off like supersonic Concord. You got to remember that word Concord. Don't forget that word Concord. Because I saw it and I heard it. And the Lord said, the speed is like supersonic Concord. In the mighty and blessed name of Jesus Christ. Every delay is canceled. I just want you to dare to believe it. Every delay is cancelled. Receive speed. Outside, receive speed. Inside, receive speed. In your body, receive speed. By the work of your hands, receive speed. By the fruitfulness of your body, receive speed. By everything that connects to you, receive speed. The Lord said, give it a time span. So I chose days I chose 90 days three months three months 90 days I chose 90 days in the next 90 days you will be turned into another person in the next 90 days 90 three months the Lord told me he said choose a time for it and I said Lord 90 days three months in the now, why did I choose three months? Because the Bible says that the ark of the covenant was in the house of Obedidom for three months. Three months. And it became, and his house became a household name in the whole of the country until cabinet meeting mentioned his name. In the next three months, your identity will change, your name will change. Your story will change. Amen. Your song will change. Amen. In the next 90 days, your account will change. Your health will change. In the next 90 days, your position will change. Somebody's house is changing. Somebody's altar is changing. 90 days. Somebody say 90 days. 90 days 90 days say three months three months three months three months in the mighty name of Jesus hey listen to me if I be a man of God and of course in case you don't know I am 
I said in the next three months, 90 days, listen, I'm seeing a congregation and they were meeting and they were looking for somebody to honor and your name came up. You mark it. In the next 90 days, they will hold a meeting and they will call you and they will honor you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The last night of supernatural encounter, I called a young man and I said, I see the Lord favoring you. And I said, I want you to engage in a number of days of fasting and I gave it to him. Now, he went, he left my presence. He's called Kobe. He's in Clarksville. He arrived today. Now, he left. When he went to work the following Monday, it was a Friday, just the last night of supernatural encounter, his company, his boss called him. They said, we have been looking for somebody to head this department. And whilst we were thinking, we thought of you. And so we are sending you for training. They flew him for training. He returned this afternoon. I said, listen, listen. You got to hear it so that you can run with it. In the next three months, eh? In the next three months, something impossible will be possible. Something that is impossible, it will be possible. And it will be in the overflow. Receive it in Jesus' name. Let it flow into your direction in Jesus' name. The Lord said, I am causing laughter, 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 and joy, laughter, and joy. Take it in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. I declare it upon this exalted altar. And I declare, let the altar speak for you. In the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, in the night. And let it provoke angelic assistance. Receive it in Jesus' name. It is done. Somebody say it is done. Begin to celebrate the Lord and take your seat in heavenly places. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Somebody say me a believing amen. Listen, I wish you just saw what happened here in the past 30 minutes. But there has been a paradigm shift. Yeah. Do you believe it? You will see it and you will testify. Say, I receive it. And say, I believe it. Now, let me tell you something. Life is very spiritual. If you do not understand the spiritual dimension of life, you will struggle for nothing. Because in life, the spiritual controls the natural. That is what the Bible says in Genesis 1.1. He says that, in the beginning, God created the heavens before the earth. The spiritual, the heavens, govern the earth. Anything that happens in the physical is a reflection of something that has already taken place in the spiritual. 
That is why people that are able to command life are people who are spiritually inclined. So you go to a place, they tell you that, hey, this little boy or this little girl has witchcraft. Everybody who is not spiritual becomes afraid of the boy. He may be six years. He may even be five years. But everybody is afraid of that boy or that girl. Why? Because the spiritual controls the natural. You see? And it is a protocol of life. That is why it doesn't matter. And in the spiritual realm, there is nothing like, okay, um, uh, okay, I'm born again. So, no. It is the order of the spirit. Okay? The level of the spirit that determines what happens. That is why Daniel was praying. An answer was released. But the prince of Persia was able to accost the angel that was carrying his response. Because in the realms of the spirit, ranks are very, very important. If it was not important, the sons of Sceva, the demon that was in that young boy that they wanted to cast out, he would not have said that, Paul, I know, Jesus, I know, who are you? In the realms of the spirit, there are ranks. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, you may be, you may be born again, but you got to understand the ranking system of the supernatural so that you can increase and be able to dominate. So when you read, we read it in the book of Ezekiel chapter 47. Just write it down. When Bible says that the water from the altar started from the ankle level and it got to the knee level, it got to the waist level, it got to the shoulder level, and then it became a swimming in water. Now, your level determines how far you go. When you get to the swimming level, you don't struggle. When you are walking in water and you are swimming in water, they are two different things. When you are swimming, you go faster. But when you are walking, you are opposed by the current. Many people are opposed by the current of life. But after tonight, please, by the way, tonight is a very prophetic service. So I just want you to dare to believe it and you write any prophecy that you believe. Hallelujah. Now, after tonight, people will be swimming in life. Praise the name of Jesus. And all the obstacles will be swept away by the waves of the current. Say, I believe it. Now, so tonight, I'm speaking very briefly because we are going to engage in prayer and ministration. I'm speaking briefly about dealing with the background altars. Dealing with the background altars. Now, the greatest battle and fight on earth is the battle and fight for the human soul. Write it. If you think the greatest battle is between America and another country, you don't understand life. The greatest battle on earth is between or is for the soul of mankind. That is why Jesus came. The reason why Jesus came was to restore our souls back to God. Now, whoever is able to access your soul, and I'll tell you, I will tell you why, Johnny, I will tell you why the greatest battle on earth is for the soul of man. But because the thing is that when God created man and he gave the earth to man, man is the authority realm as far as the earth realm is concerned. You understand? Now, when you read Psalm 115 and verse number 16, now let's go into the scriptures. Psalm 115 and verse number 16. Bible says that the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. So the earth realm 
is for the children of men. Do you see that? Now let me give you another scripture. Go with me to the book of, let's quickly go into another scripture and then see how the Lord has bestowed the earth unto man. Now in Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 26 and of course 28, when God created man, the Bible said that, and God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. I'm so excited about this scripture, I always want to quote it. He said, and let them have dominion. So now, look at it very well. The jurisdiction that God gave authority to man is that the Lord said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. Not just over the sea. Now, the fish is the king of the sea. So the Lord said, let man have authority as far as the sea or the water body is concerned. Let man have authority over the authority figure of the water bodies. Do you understand? And then he came to the next one and then he said, and over the fowl of the air. He didn't just say over the air. He said over the fowl. That means the authority figures as far as the air realm is concerned. Let him have authority over them. So you are a king above the authority realm of the air. Now, and then he went into the other dimension. And he said, and over all the cattle upon the earth. The word cattle there means every animal that walks upon the ground. So the Lord made man and gave us that dominion. So what the Lord actually did was that he gave man super authority over the authority figures that he had put in place in his creation. Do you understand it? Now, so if anybody can access the authority of the air, the authority of the water bodies, the authority of the earth realm, man must permit the person. Are you getting it? We are going somewhere. Now, why am I taking time? Because it is by knowledge that we possess our possessions. It is not by praying a lot without knowledge. So take time and understand it. So anytime a spirit wants to invade the earth, the earth realm, the spirit got to be permitted by human beings. If man does not permit a spirit realm, it is an illegal transaction for them to remain on the earth. You see, that is why the last time I was telling you that it is the reason why in Genesis chapter 32 from verse number 24, when a man named Jacob, when Jacob met the angel from the Lord, Jacob was able to overpower the angel. The angel said, leave me and let me go because the night is breaking. You are, come on, for Christ's sake, you are an angel. Why can't you vanish? Because at that time, a man who understood the authority of man upon the earth realm said that, uh-uh, uh-uh, you are in my jurisdiction. It is like somebody attacking you in your home. When somebody attacks you in your home, the person is at your mercy. Anything you do, you can defend yourself. Do you understand it? So here was man trying to pray. You are an angel. Okay, be invisible. Or... Remain in the air and then receive my prayers. But you showed yourself. And then he got hold of him. He said, look at it. And Jacob was left alone. And they wrestled a man with him unto the breaking of the day. And when he saw, when the angel saw that he could not prevail against him. Now look at what he said. He touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh. He weakened his physical members. And the, 
and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint. So now, Jacob was like this. He was limping, okay? Because he thought the hollow of his thigh. But look at verse number 26. Jacob understood that as far as the earth is concerned, I got the authority. Now, so he said, let me go. For the day is breaking. This was the angel talking about that. And he said, I will not let you go except you bless me. How can a man hold an angel ransom? Somebody say because he understood his authority level. When you understand your authority level in the realms of the flesh, in the realms of the natural, you either permit or you disallow. That is why Bible says that what you allow on earth, whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Matthew 18 and verse number 19. Can we read it quickly? Look at, are you with me? I need you to understand this teaching very well. It will turn so many things around. Let me use my microphone. When it is ministration time, then I use this one. Look at Then I say unto you. Now give me verse number 18 first. Please, are you following? I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind where? On earth shall be bound where? Why? Now somebody answer me, why? Because you have the, you see, you don't have it by reason of your academics. You have it by reason, it is by default. It is by default. Now let me, let me explain something to you. It was by default. And the man sinned and man lost it. And then in Genesis chapter 9, from verse number 1 to 3, God restored it. Do you understand it? When God gave man the authority of the earth realm, and man lost it. Now listen very well. Don't miss me here. And man missed it. And then man relegated that authority through sin. And then Satan took over. God cleansed. Now listen very well. When God cleansed the earth realm, by eliminating sin and finding Noah, who found grace in his sight. And the Lord preserved Noah and his family. Now, afterwards, the Lord restored back the authority to man. So, in Genesis chapter 9, reading from verse number 1 to 3. And God blessed Noah. And God blessed Noah and his sons. And he said unto them, he said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth. Now look at it. Upon every fowl of the air and upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon the fishes of the sea. Into your hand they are what? Now, so listen. And the devil, was, the devil is a strategist. So when God restored this authority to man, the devil came again. And the man started sinning again. Man started living in disobedience again. I'm telling you why an altar is very important. Man started disobedience again. So now, the power was shifted again. Because anytime man disobeyed God, what happened is that it opened the door for demons to enter onto the earth through that disobedience. Are you getting it? Are you with me? Now, so anytime people disobey God, that disobedience opens a doorway for the devil that caused you to disobey to have access through you to the locality. Now, so Satan started having authority once again. And that is why Jesus came. So why did Jesus come? 
He came to restore us back to that authority. So you read Romans chapter 5 and verse number 17. And look at that. He said, if Romans chapter 5 and verse number 17. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. How much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign. Somebody says shall reign. So you remember God gave the reinship to man in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and 28. Man lost it. Now the Lord restored it in Genesis chapter 9 from verse number 1 to 3. Man lost it again. Now God has restored it once and for all perpetually through the death of Jesus Christ. So a connection to Jesus gives you access to reinship in life. Revelation chapter 5. Now look at Revelation chapter 5 verse 9 and 10. And they sang a new song. And they said, Worthy is the, is the lamb that... He said, You are worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For you were slain and you have redeemed us to God by your blood. Out of every kindred, that is family, out of every tongue, out of every people, out of every nation. And look at verse number 10. And you have made us unto our God kings and priests. Somebody say kings and priests. That we should do what? We should reign on the earth. So a connection to Jesus gives you and I the original mandate of dominating, subduing, replenishing, and taking charge of the earth. Is it not good? So when you read the book of 1 John chapter 4 and verse number 17, look at what the Bible says. He said, this is perfect love. Please, are you following don't miss me. I won't be long. Hearing is our love made perfect. Hearing is our authority. Now, what is love? God. Bible says, for God is love. Do you understand? So you can put in place, hear God. Hearing, and what is God to us? The eternal power. So hearing is our power, our God, our fellowship with God. Made perfect that we may have boldness. In the day of judgment. And he's talking about the day of taking decisions on the earth. We, you see, do you know that many believers are afraid of Satan? Oh, you know, Mr. Satan, I didn't try you. You know, when people are praying, we say, bind Satan. Some people are afraid. We say, bind the works of the enemy. They are afraid. God, they say that. <laughs> what about if it backfires? But see, it is by boldness that we execute judgment against the works of darkness on the earth. Now, so he said that hearing is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is. Where? Oh, you are not flowing with me. You are not making me excited. Can we read it? For as he is. Where? So are we in this world. So as far as God is concerned, ladies and gentlemen, you are supposed to take authority and decisions and heaven will enforce it. That is why there is the need for an altar. Because it is an altar that becomes the meeting point for divinity and humanity. Without an altar, spirits cannot invade the earth realm. You see, the altar is like, number one, the altar is like the door, the entry between the spiritual realm and the physical realm. 
You see, and I'm using the, the general definition of an altar. I'm not talking about background altars now. I'm talking about general definition of an altar. So if even devils or demons can enter onto the earth realm, they need an access called a portal, which is referred to as an altar. So an altar is a portal. It is an opening. It is an access that humanity allows for the spiritual realm or the spirit to invade the earth. And every human being erects altars. Very soon I'll show you. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, number two, what is an altar? An altar is the transactional point between humanity and divinity. Now, the first one is that it is an access point. The second one, it is a transactional point. When you go to the grocery shop, and then you carry everything. Bernard, you carry everything that you want. Where do you do the transaction? On the counter, right? At the till, all right? When you go to the bank and you have your check signed, how do you get the money? At the teller. Now, so the teller becomes the transaction point between you and whoever is there. When you go to the groceries, the, the till or the counter becomes the transactional point. Okay, so you say that, all right, so I came to this shop and then I got this and I want it. It is for you, but I want it. Then you say that, okay, give me your card. So at that point, everything that I've taken and everything that you want, we transact. Now, the altar is a transactional point between the supernatural and the natural. So if you must understand dominating and taking charge, you got to understand what the altars perform and what the altars are. Number three, what is the altar? Or what does it represent? The altar represents a place of atonement. Now listen, when you give a spirit access into the earth, please listen very well, and then you offend, you are not forgiven. In the spiritual realm, they don't forgive. That is why when people get connected to devils and they offend them, they punish them. But thank God for God. He is merciful. Praise the name of Jesus. So, the altar is a place of atonement and pacification where people pacify the supernatural. When sometimes people offend deities, and they want to pacify them. They carry whatever, and then they go onto their altar, and then they release it. Now, I'll give you a scriptural reference. In Exodus chapter 27, when you read from verse number 1 to 8, the Lord spoke about the brazen altar. And the brazen altar was supposed to contain the blood for purification and for atonement. Of course, in the New Testament, Listen to me very well. In the New Testament, the brazen altar represents Jesus Christ and his death. So, for the believer who believes in Jesus, our brazen altar or the place of atonement is Jesus and his death. Praise the name of Jesus. That is why it doesn't matter what happens. You close your eyes, you pray, you say, Lord, have mercy on me. And then the blood of Jesus represents and appears. Number four. Number four. Is it number four? Number four. What is the altar? It is a place of worship and covenant renewal. This is why many, many, many people still have background altars. Because the altar is a place of worship 
and covenant renewals for the altering of destinies. Write this scripture down. Exodus 20, verse 24 and 25. Can we read it? Exodus 20, verse 24 and 25. The altar is a place of renewal of covenant. An altar of earth you shall make unto me and shall sacrifice thereon thy burnt offerings and thy peace offerings, thy sheep and thine oxen in all places where I record my name and I will come unto you and I will bless you there. Now, so it is a place of renewal of covenant. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, let me explain that to you. Now, so, Mamishra, it is like sometimes there are certain things that are happening in the family and they keep on happening. Why is it that they happen probably in the last three generations? It repeated in the last two generations. It repeated in the last generation. And it is still here because there is an altar that keeps being renewed. There is a covenant upon an altar. Listen to the teaching very well. That keeps being renewed. So as long as the altar keeps being renewed, every name upon the altar or every name connected to the altar will have the consequences of the altar. Listen. Altars are perpetual except they are broken and destroyed. But the priest or the worshippers of the altar can die and go. Listen, I'll say it again. Altars are perpetual except somebody destroys it. Now, because of that, that altar can be there. The priest or whoever erected it may die and go. But the, the, the power of the altar will still carry through the bloodline. Are you understanding it? <laughs> when we finish and we start praying, you will come out, I'll come out. Everybody will come out. Same here, believe it, amen. It is a place of worship and renewal of covenant. Number five, it is a place where generations can be cursed or blessed. When you start reading from 1 Kings chapter 13 and verse number 2. The altar is a place. He called the altar and then he said, oh, altar, look at that. And there was a man of God. When you start from verse number one, there was a man of God that came onto the land. And then when he came, and behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord unto Bethel. And Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. And then he cried against the altar. Now, he was going to declare something that must happen in future. Whether it was a blessing or it was a curse. But he directed it to the altar. Why? Because altars do not die except somebody intentionally destroy it. Amen. That is why you can be a believer. And the repercussions of the altar can affect you in future. You are not serving it. But it is still there. It has not been destroyed. And as long as your lineage or your name is connected to it, listen, you have been freed. But the repercussions is through the bloodline. So sometimes, you will see, listen, sometimes a very powerful person, you know, two people can marry. Very beautiful. They love themselves. And then the moment they marry, things start going way hey. What happened? Because you came with an altar that you don't know. I came with an altar that I don't know. And the altars came together and then they began fighting against us. So I see you, you are a good woman. You see him, he's a good man. This is the dream, the man of my dreams. And then you marry. And the moment you marry, it's like things that you never envisaged. 
starts happening. Because the authors, the background authors, have not been destroyed. And they are, and listen, 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 listen. The danger of it is that sometimes you may not know that this is what is fighting this person. Listen very well. So now, all of a sudden, you begin to pray. And sometimes the Lord can give you a revelation. Or even a man of God can pick you up and say that, ah, whatever is happening to you is a result of your husband. Now, he saw it, but he didn't understand that it is not the man. It is the altars behind the man. And then there will be confusion galore. Somebody sees you, he said that, ah, your mother is the one that is working against you. The woman is not actually the one working, but the altar behind the woman is working against the fruit of her womb. Please, do you understand what I'm saying? That is why sometimes people are branded. Oh, this person is a witch. This person is a wizard. This person is the reason why you are not doing well. That person, don't fight the person. Fight the altar. Because the person doesn't even know. The person says that I'm born again. I, I, I'm, I'm not worshipping any idol. Yes, but the altar, the altar behind the scenes is speaking. And listen, when the altar is not destroyed, it doesn't matter. You can be born again. You can be whatever. The effect will be waiting for you in future. Wait. Now, the effect doesn't show up until your mistakes show up. So, you are born again. And then it will be like everything is fine. And then you are moving. The day you make a mistake, then the effect of the altar will show up. Because the altar, the effect of the altar cannot show up except there is a breach. And Bible said that he who breaks the hedge, a serpent will bite him. Ecclesiastes, find it for me. He said, he who breaks the hedge, a serpent. So the serpents are there. But they don't bite until the breach comes. So you are a believer, alright. The day you step into disobedience, then the effect of the altar appears. And then all of a sudden, you will, and I'm going to give you an example. Do you know why Moses did not enter into the promised land? Because of background authors. Moses was from the tribe of Levi. Now look at the scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse number 8. He that did get a pit shall fall into it. And whosoever breaks a hedge. So you make a mistake. The mistake breaks the hedge. The serpent which is the effect of the altar from where you are coming from. That has not had the opportunity to manifest in your life. All of a sudden takes advantage. So now you begin to see that your life now you start doing certain things that you are even surprised. You go like, ah, ah, how can I be doing this? How can I? You step out, the hedge was broken, and the serpent entered in. Because they have been moving. Listen, I pray that you understand this teaching. So, they, they, they have been walking alongside you. Come, 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 come. The, the, the effect of the altar, watch me. The, come, come, come here. The effect of the altar is walking around. Now you are a believer. You are born again. So now, as you are moving, it cannot come because you are born again. Now, so let's keep going. Now, and then, now, so step in front of me. So when you break the hedge, you have stepped outside your lane. Then the author said, I was even looking for you already. But since you were not showing up, now that you have broken the hedge, I've gotten you. That is what explains why sometimes certain believers, we are believers, all right. That is what happened to Moses. God bless you. A man, that Bible said that he was a man 
who God spoke with face to face. But he was from the tribe of Levi. And do you know the story of Levi? His great-grandfather was a quick, hot-tempered man. He was a quick, hot-tempered man. To the point that, Antonio, when his father was blessing them, when Jacob was blessing them in um, Genesis chapter 49, from verse number 3, 4, 5, and 6, when he got to Levi and Judah, look at what he said. Can we go there? Is somebody following the teaching? <laughs> when we finish and we are praying, everything will be destroyed. Look at that. He said, Reuben, you are my firstborn. Okay, give me verse number five. Give me verse number five. Now, Simon and Levi, you are brothers. Instruments of cruelty are in your habitation. Look at why Moses could not accept. A man that God said, I speak with him face to face. What happened? And he didn't get to the promised land. Meanwhile, the Lord told him, he said, go and take the Israelites and bring them to the land that I have, have, have showed you. Why did this man not get there? A man that even when people were thinking in their bedroom against him, God could come to them, Aaron and Miriam. He said, why are you not afraid to talk about my servant in your bedroom? Come, 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 come. And gave them leprosy and placed death sentence upon the man. What happened? What happened? This is it. Simon and Levi are brethren. Instruments of cruelty are in their habitation. Verse 6 says that, oh my soul. Now look at that. This is the curse. He said, come not thou into their secret. Unto their assembly. My honor be not with. He said, be not thou united. For in their anger. So his great grandfather carried the spirit of anger. It had lifted an altar. And it was policing all the, Levitic, the Levites. And Moses found himself in. But Moses didn't destroy the altar. Praise the name of Jesus. So the, 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 the effect of the altar was with him. Moving alongside. When it got the opportunity. In Exodus chapter 20. When Moses was angry at the people. You see. Anytime certain things keep happening in your life. You got to be watchful of it. Paul calls it besetting sins. And I will get there very soon. Praise the name of Jesus. Because it is what always activates the covenant of the altar. Praise the name of Jesus. Is somebody with me? And are we on the same page up to this point? Now, the number, so that is number five, right? It is a place where generations are blessed or they are cursed. Now, how are altars raised? Put these points down. It's very important. So that when you are, you are there, you'll be watchful. Number one, altars are raised when a progenitor. A progenitor means somebody through whom life comes. Or through whom other things come. When a progenitor contacts divinity. So, if your father or your mother contacted divinity and created an altar, Everybody through the bloodline, you will have an effect of that altar, except somebody breaks it. When, now I'll read what I have here. When a progenitor contacts divinity, now a child, listen, a child can only raise an altar that can affect his parents when he first destroys the old altar. Otherwise, a child cannot raise an altar to affect his parents. I will say it again. Listen, listen. <laughs> listen. 
When a child raises an altar that can affect the parent, it must be first of all destroying the old altar. That is what happened in the case of Gideon. And then raising a new altar. Otherwise, to raise an altar that parents can come under it, it is not possible. Because it is the top that communicates and then it flows through the bloodline. Please, are you understanding it? But if a child gets to know that this is an altar that is impeding our progress and then he breaks it down and raises another altar because if you break that one down and you don't raise another altar, that one will be repaired. Go and ask Elijah. Elijah repaired the broken down altar. So an altar that is not destroyed and only broken down, it can be repaired. Whether it is demonic altar, satanic altar, or it is a godly altar. Praise the name of Jesus. So for a demonic altar or a background altar to be destroyed, or for another blessing to emerge, the older one must be destroyed and the new one erected. Tonight, every old altar will be destroyed. Amen. And a new one will be raised. Same here, believing amen. amen. Number two, how are altars raised? And this is very important. When an individual consults mediums, yeah, when an individual consults mediums, demonic altars are raised. You go to palm readers, you go to witch doctors, soothsayers, there's a problem. He said, I'm going to investigate. Do you know what you have done? You have raised an altar that is going to follow you. Because in the spirit, listen, already the spiritual realm, it is like they are already standing there knocking. They just want access. So when you are pushed to the wall and then you get there, that is why don't tell me that there is no altar. Because many people have gone for palm reading. They have consulted soothsayers. Now, we have something that we call mysticism and metaphysics. That is when people begin to live their life by horoscope and then by the stars. You are opening a portal for the forces of the air to invade your life. Now, they monitor you. They police you. Now, you are a believer. So, you think that, well, I'm a believer. I've not gone to sacrifice anything. But, you consulted mediums. Now, People who read stars. People who believe in the new age order. Now, let's read the scripture. It's very important. Deuteronomy 18, verse 10 to 14. Look at verse number 10 to 14. People who join cults. People who call spirits. People who join all these, um, um, how do we call them? These tri triangle people. Illuminati, Illuminati. Yeah. And sometimes they will introduce it in a certain way. They will tell you, oh, this is just an association of the elite. If you're a businessman, you got to join this association. No. They are introducing an altar to you. You will not know it. Because, listen, they come subtly just to have an access into the environment through a human being. Praise the name of Jesus. Now look at the scripture. There shall not be found among you anyone that makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire or uses divination or an observer of times. Horoscope. You are here. Or an enchanter. People that can chant. And please be careful. Listen. Listen to me. 
I'm your pastor. I'll teach you the truth. My duty is to tell you the truth. There is an, there is an aspect of yoga that is here. Yeah, there is an aspect of yoga. I'll tell you the truth. It's up to you. Yeah. There is an aspect of even massaging. When you go deeper, no, 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 I go for massage. But there is another level of massaging. It introduces an altar to you. I am telling you, believe me, I go for massage. But there is another level of massage. It introduces an altar. Yeah. There is a portion of yoga. You can meditate, you get to a place, and then you begin to leave your body. Yeah. They call it trans something something meditation. Trans what? Transcendental meditation. Oh, you are doing the small, small ones. Wait. That is why you have not gotten there. Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. But when you get deeper and deeper, you contact spirit. All these people confusing Buddha and Co. They were doing trans, transcendental meditation. And a spirit appeared unto them. And they saw it as light. Be careful. Altars. Somebody say altars. <laughs> he said, look at that. He said, or an enchanter or a witch. In the western world, witchcraft is like a game. Oh, you know, I'm a witch. I do card reading. If you do card reading, go and burn it. You are operating witchcraft. You've only not started drinking blood. But very soon you start drinking blood. You read cards. Hallelujah. He said, an enchanter or a witch. We are reading to verse 14. Or a charmer, people that charm. Or people that consult with familiar spirits. Can I know what is going to happen tomorrow? Yeah. Do you know them? You see them around, right? Yeah. He said, let me read your palm. Do you know what they are doing? They are putting a contact. You see, listen. They are doors. They are doors. So the moment you go there, you say, I want to know what is happening. You have opened a door for one to follow you. Already they are there knocking. Don't forget this. It's like, it's like, it's like when there is sales and then the, all the people are behind the door. Everybody wants to enter first. So the coming in is not a problem. But who comes in first is the problem. And number two, who is opening the door? So when you appear there, the moment you appear there, you have opened the door. And they come. And then they'll be following you. And sometimes, listen, <laughs> the devil is so intelligent that he wants more of you. So he will tell you something and he will police it to come to pass. And he said, then let me go for more. So you go for more consultation. Um, I'm going for an interview. Can you tell me what is going to happen? Oh, but this one is not, um, this one is not um, harmful. I only went to ask what was going to happen. And they told me. And it came to pass anyway. Be careful. It is not just consultation. You are opening a door for an altar. It will police you. And listen, the most painful thing is that if only it was policing you to leave you, it is fine. Everything that comes out of you, it will police it. So your children have nothing to do with what you did. But just by reason of coming through you, go and ask Moses. It will be policing them. They are born again. It cannot step in their way. But as they are going, they make a mistake. It shows up. And they go like, why did this thing happen? Because somebody, a progenitor. And listen to me. If you are a woman, you got to be extra careful. Because women are a doorway to the earth. Women. A human being that sees blood every month. Don't joke with them. 
If you are a woman, you got to be extra spiritual. Because you are, when the devil wanted human beings, who did he attack first? Yeah. It doesn't mean that you are weak, but it means that you carry the gateway to life. Yeah. That is why in the marriage, you got to be careful. In the business, if you want to live long, know how to relate and deal with women. Because they are gateways. Your, that is why most of the times, listen to me, am I teaching good? That is why most of the times, eh, men die before women, but in our case, it is different. No? I mean, I'm saying my own. <laughs> Let my wife also say her own, but me, I'm not dying now. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yes, because they are gateways. You must know how to handle yourself as a woman. And you must know how to handle this species called a woman who sees blood. Blood is life. Every month they see blood. Be afraid of them. Praise the name of Jesus. See, the men will not say amen. But it is the truth. If I don't teach you the truth, the Lord will ask me. Somebody say amen. amen. <laughs> now look at that. A charmer, a wizard. People who consult familiar spirits. A necromancer. Let's be very quick, please. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. It means they open a door for the enemy. And because of this abomination, the Lord your God is driving them out from before you. Verse 13. Verse 13. Now you shall be perfect with the Lord. And verse number 14. For these nations which the Lord is taking you to possess their land. He said, hearkened unto these observers of time. They did all these things. They consulted diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not suffered you to do those things. So now do you see that you have an altar that must be destroyed? Have you done any of these things before? Okay. You say no? Okay. Have you not read horoscope before? Amen. Listen. Number three. What, okay, maybe yours is not yet mentioned. Yours is coming. Number three, what, what raises an altar, a demonic altar? Number three, when curses and blessings are invoked, and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about using curse words, but I'm talking about invoking curses. Some of you in, the, uh, in America may not understand, but those of us from Africa, South, in, uh, South, South and Latin America, we understand. They can go to a God and say that this person, that person, that person, that person did this and that and that. You see, listen, the reason why God says that vengeance is mine, please don't sleep. Listen to me very well. This may be your deliverance. The reason why God said vengeance is mine eh, is because it doesn't matter how you are provoked. If you engage an evil spirit for vengeance, it opens an altar for you. You are so angry. And then you said that. Anybody that did this and that and that, this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing will happen to them. And you declare it. So when you declare it, because that evil cannot be performed and perfected by God, a demon must do it. But your statement opened the door. So the demon said, ah, you want somebody to work on this? I, I am here. I will, I will execute it. And then by executing it, it becomes an altar against you. Am I teaching good? So, when curses are invoked, of course, when blessings are invoked, it becomes a supernatural good altar. That is what Isaac 
did for, I mean, uh, Jacob did for, uh, sorry, Isaac did for Jacob, right? When Esau was supposed to come for the blessing and then um, Jacob came, he invoked blessing. It became an altar for him. Praise the name of Jesus. Number four, when people kill lives, anybody that has ever killed a human life, an altar has been raised for you. That one is more dangerous. So you see that maybe you were not in the first one, but you are here. Amen. 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 I have never killed a person, but you made your girlfriend abort. I'm telling you the gospel truth. So you are an accomplice. Am I teaching? Listen. Do you want to come out of the background altars? Then you must know how it came about. Anybody that has ever killed a human being. Bible said that Cain killed Abel. And his blood became an altar. Speaking. Until the blood of Jesus appeared. And he shut it up. Every life that you have killed, it raises an altar. It doesn't matter what human beings say. It doesn't matter whether it is anti-life or intro life or whatever. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. I lie not. Any killing, any killing of any human raises an altar with the voice of the blood that has been killed. So there are many people, babies' blood are talking against them. So they see near blessings. Let me tell you something. You get to a place. You are just about to. Everything looks like this one is. This blessing is for you. And then just when you're about to step in. It is taken. Because there is a voice of the blood. An altar has been raised. Eh, I'm born again. But did you destroy that altar? No. So it is still speaking against you. Are you there? Can I go on? Number five. How ah, and you see, there are some people. Listen, there are some people who have murdered people with their mouth. Yeah, some people can fabricate and destroy character, assassinate people until they commit suicide and die. Yeah, when you become the reason why somebody exists, the earth, their blood becomes an altar against you. As somebody said, there is good news. The good news is that tonight it will all be broken. Whether you are online or in-house, it will be broken. Amen. Amen. Number five. And you see, sometimes people, people do some of these things ignorantly. But shh, listen, Desiree, in the realms of the spirit, there is no ignorance. There is nothing like, well, I didn't know. I did it mistakenly. In the realms of the spirit... There are people or there are forces that are called idle spirits. Like I explained to you with the door situation. All they are looking for is an opportunity. So when they get the opportunity and they land in, my goodness. My goodness. From tonight, any idle spirit with any idle altar against you, let the fire of the Lord arrest them now in Jesus' name. Do you know, listen, do you know that as I'm teaching this word, eh, the power of the Lord is rewinding things. You mark it. When I finish, some of you, I'll never pray for you or I'll not lay hands, but you'll be free. Because, you know, as I'm talking, eh, I'm seeing something like little seedlings, okay? And I'm seeing that it's like people are taking it out. 
Instead of it being watered, I'm seeing people taking it out. People taking it out. And the Lord said to me, it is the altars that are being removed. The foundation. Because some of the altars, they have been pinned. They have been nailed. So the nail got to come out. Let the nails come out in Jesus' name. Let the blood of Jesus redeem somebody tonight in Jesus' name. Take this very seriously. Now, number five. When people or things are dedicated to mediums, it opens an altar. And that is why when you go to a new home, dedicate it to the Lord. You see, that is why sometimes people can live in a particular place they can never do well. But they move to another place and things begin to happen. Because, number one, either the owner of the building or the people that live there before you came, raise a certain altar there. When things are dedicated, you see, and that is why in this house, everything that we own, we dedicate it to the Lord. So that dedication means that we cut ourselves from the old so that a new thing will start. Anything of yours that has not been dedicated to the Lord from right now, may the blood of Jesus dedicate it in Jesus' name. Sometimes children are born and they are dedicated to spirits and to gods. Yeah, it happens a lot in Africa. And sometimes, by reason of that, it takes me to the sixth one. Demonic names are given. Yeah. You know the meaning of your name. Yeah. Many, many names are demonic inclined. Yeah. And that is why in this church, before I do any baby name dedication, I ask them, what is the meaning of this name? You not come and give that baby a name that will destroy their future. That is why Jacob has to, had to contend for a name change. And that is why anybody that became so great, they had a name change. They had a name change. Look through the Bible. They had a name change. Because sometimes these names are demonically sanctioned. So when they name it, if you are going, you are in the hospital, and then you are going to say, doctor, you don't know the person's name. You say, doctor, doctor, who is going to turn? Is it not a doctor that will turn? So, when they mention that name, it attracts you and it pulls you either back or it pushes you forward. When that name is demonic, after here, call your parent or whoever and say, what is the name? What is the meaning of this name? Amen. In those days, people will become very wicked. And that one day, a certain boy, he, they, they, Jesus Christ, his name was called Paul Adolf Hitler. I'm talking about a real person. In Africa, Ghana. His father, yeah, his father is uneducated. And he had heard of Hitler, Hitler. And he just loved the name Hitler. He doesn't know. He said that Hitler was a strong man. That is the story that he had heard. He's, he named it. That boy, every exam, they failed him. I'm telling you, I know him. I know him. Personally. They, they told him, you with this name won't pass you. This is not spiritual, physical. Praise the name of Jesus. What is your name? Ask somebody for me, what is your name? Is somebody following the teaching? Yeah. Somebody saw, a, somebody went to consult a witch doctor. And then the person gave birth. He said, I'll name my, name, my daughter after you. Because you did me good. I, I, I was dealing with a certain situation. Eh? I, I, 
And I'm talking about a medical doctor. She's married. But it has been very difficult for the fruit of the womb. So I subjected her to a period of fasting. And I was fasting. And I saw in the realms of the spirit, her name popped up like that. And she was going, and her name popped up like that and was standing. So I called her. I said, ah, what, what is your name? She mentioned it. I said, who gave you the name? She said this. I said, whose name was given to you? He said, um, one of my mother's friends, a medical doctor. One of my mother's friends, or is it my, one of my aunties, or she was wealthy. She took care of the family, but she never gave birth. The name be after her. She has never given birth. Somebody say names. Demonic names. They open doors. You see, I'm not rushing it because I want you to understand it. And if you don't write the notes, you might feel sleepy. But I'm finishing it. Because we got to be free. Number, number six. Is it number seven? Number seven. How are altars raised? When demonic incisions are made on the body for protection or for healing. Sometimes people consult mediums. So if you are here and there has been some incisions, you know incisions, curtains, certain piercings. Of course now, they said that some piercings are for life, but there are some piercings, they are for protection. And people who carry um, these kind of protective rings, amulets, and all those, they say, oh, this one is nothing. It is my mother that got it for me. It is my father that got it for me. Especially my athletes. Sportsmen and women. They say that, hey, the way this thing is, you got to protect your legs, so get this and put it on your feet. Am I preaching? I am being very practical. I'm not going to hide anything. And then you get it. It opens the door. It will help you temporarily. But the effect of it, you can't contain it. And the most painful thing about it is that Elgazel, it is transgenerational. Because you are an opener of life. So after you, people that will come, they have not done anything, but just by mere fact that they came through you, they have to follow until somebody rises up like Jerubal and destroys it. And tonight you'll be that Jerubal. Amen. Amen. When you see there are incisions on your body and you don't know, maybe it was whilst you were young and then they consulted and they said, hey, the way this child is getting sick in and out, in and out. In Africa especially, they will tell you that this is not medical science. Take him to do natural medicine. And when you go, they say, we have to do incisions. They maybe cut you one, two, three. One, two, three here. One, two, three here. And then they put certain things in. You may be healed, but it is temporal solution for a permanent problem. A transgenerational problem. What does background authors do? Write them. Are you with me? Number one. Every background author promotes besetting sins. Write it. What are besetting sins? Things that you don't want to do, but you keep doing and things that you fall in easily. Some people, their besetting sins are alcohol. Yeah. Some people, their besetting sins are immorality. Amen. 
Same here, believing, amen. amen. Some people, they are besetting sins. Ladies and gentlemen, are stealing. I know a man, he's very wealthy. But if you put one dollar down, he will steal it. Yeah, he will steal it. And you see, he will steal it and he'll be caught. But he's, he's well to do. Somebody say besetting sins. Now, are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah. Some people, their besetting sin is anger. Like Moses. Anger. When it comes, it is like something has jumped on them. They will do things and then if they don't, sometimes if they don't see blood, you, you see that they will be shaking. Please take your time. No, I can't take my time. I can't take my time. Something is controlling them. Boom! They finish and then, so what did I just do? What did I just do? Yeah. But you are a believer. Somebody say background authors. It is policing besetting sense. Why? Because, now listen to me. I wrote something here and I'm going to read it exactly as the Holy Ghost dictated it to me. He said to me that every altar has a mouth, but it doesn't have a voice. It is what comes upon the altar that gives it a voice. Now, here we are, the altar doesn't have a priest because you are born again. But the altar has to be fed. Watch me, don't sleep. So, in order for the altar to be fed, they must cause you to do something that will feed the altar. So, there, you, you, you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't do drugs, you don't lie, you are not angry, but you can't help it with men. Hey. And when it, you are done, you are sad. You see, the blood of Jesus will forgive you, but what you are doing is that you are feeding the altar. So listen, listen. It's not about forgiveness. You ask for the forgiveness. The, holy, the, the blood of Jesus will forgive you. But the altar is being fed. You see, when the altar is not fed, it starves. And the demons that are policing it will now have to find other avenues of of living. So the altar becomes dry. That is why it is difficult for people to let go of besetting sins. Because it is the only thing that feeds the altar. So you are born again. Anytime you step in, they say, oh, ooh, we nearly died. Thank God that you helped us. And then you pray, Lord, forgive me. The Lord said, I've forgiven you, but you have fed them. Can you take the food from their mouth? Oh, you won't follow me. Would you take the food from their mouth? If I put food inside your mouth and enter your stomach, can I take it out? That is what besetting sins does to the demons that police the altar. There is no more priest upon the altar. So the altar doesn't have a priest, but the demons that are upon the altar must be fed in order for the altar to be perpetrated. So they will force you, excite you, tempt you, and do all. You see the bottle, the whiskey bottle. You say, wow. It is just one occasional drinking. No, 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 no. You finish and you say, oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord, I don't even know why I did that. The Lord said, I've forgiven you. But you have fed them. So it keeps on going. Amen. Somebody say me, I believe in amen. amen. Are, are you tired? No. If I finish teaching and we don't even pray, something has happened to you. Now listen, and the Holy Ghost said, what feeds background altars are two things, sacrifices and besetting sins. 
So, in places where there are sacrifices, you won't see many besetting sins. Let me explain it. Bernard, so there are some places you go, the people are good. They don't do all these things that we call in quote sin. They actually do sacrifices. And listen, <laughs> you have not been exposed to many things. Let me explain something to you. There are actually some demonic altars. Mama Vice, when you go there, they will tell you don't sleep with women. It will be like they are helping you. They will tell you don't sleep with women. Don't drink alcohol. Don't smoke. They will tell you that the, um, how do we say a chiwadia in English? The forbidden thing to do to this altar is that don't lie. And it, to, to you, it will be like, oh, it is a good place. Because even when I went, they told me that I don't sleep with any woman. They told me that I don't smoke. They said I don't drink. They said that what this thing hates is lies. So, to you, yeah. But they will tell you every year, come and sacrifice. Two things that will always keep the altar alive. Sacrifices and lifestyle of disobedience. So, in places where lifestyle of disobedience is not visible, sacrifices are visible. In places where sacrifices are visible, or sacrifices are not visible, lifestyle defaults are visible. So, here you can be a believer. You are not going to, the, to sacrifice, but that be certain sin. So, you and the person that go to sacrifice, you are the same. Amen. Can be tongue speaking, Bible believing can be everything. But the Lord, please don't forget this. The Lord will forgive you that sin. But the consequences because you have fed the altar. The forces behind the altar. Now, now you are set free. But continuous lapses feed the background altars and keeps those altars alive. The demons flow from there. There is repetition of actions and family stories are repeated. Now, so what I'm saying over here is that careless life, disobedient lifestyle feeds and activates the altar. Say, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, every, can you pray with me? Say, every disobedient lifestyle that is feeding the altar. Tonight, I am free. Come on, lift up your voice for 30 seconds and pray. And deliver yourself on the altar of prayer. On the altar of prayer. We come out of it. We come out of it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. When I'm done, we will just pray general prayers and we'll go home. And you will see the change. Yeah. Number two. What background altars does? Number two is that, hey, they store Evidence. They are the storage bank of evidence. Write it. Every background altar is the storage bank of evidence. Demonic evidence. Demonic evidence. Okay, evidence. Yes. Or evidence. E-V-I-D-E-N-C. C. Evidence, evidence. They are, listen, they are the storage bank. Huh? They are the banks that they store spiritual demonic evidence against people on background altars. So, listen. Anytime the enemy wants to operate, they consult background altars. 
They said, ah, this guy, the bloodline that he's coming from, this is the weakness. So you look at your father, the way your father used to love women, your grandfather, your great-grandfather. You are born again, no. Amen. Somebody say, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Don't pretend. Say, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Are we healing? Are we healing? They store demonic evidence. Now, listen to me. Those evidence are called legal captive evidence. Isaiah 49 verse 24. Legal captive evidence. There is a group in the Bible. How are that Bible calls them legal captive. When Bible refers to you as a legal captive, it means that there is something that happened that in the realms of the spirit, even though you are a believer, it gave access for something about you to be held. Sometimes it is your finances. Sometimes it is your health. Sometimes it is your ministry. Sometimes it is. So you rise to a certain place. When you are just about to enter into another dimension, then it shows up. Because the evidence is there. Tonight, that evidence will be destroyed. Amen. Do you believe it? Say me, I believe in amen. He says, shall the prey be taken away from the mighty or the lawful captive delivered? A lawful captive is one who has a documented evidence in the archives of a background altar. So it doesn't matter what happens. The evidence will be pulled up. Sometimes, listen to me. Sometimes somebody can be, can be, um, can find themselves in problems. Van Dyke. And then they go to the court. And then lack of evidence. They say that, okay, the case is a foolish case. Sometimes 30 years later, they find an evidence. They say, where was this evidence? They say it was in the DNA. Before DNA came, they didn't know how to get certain biological evidence. But when DNA came, cases that were 30 years old, they now did DNA test. The DNA became legal evidence. Yeah. So something happened years back. It is Now that is what happened in Zechariah chapter 3. When Joshua the high priest was standing and there was a legal evidence against him, which was his dirty garment. And the devil said, you won't progress beyond this level. So there are many believers who are not progressing beyond a certain level because of a legal evidence. And Bible calls them legal captives. Tonight, can I speak? Tonight, by the way, one of the ways of destroying demonic authors is by the prophetic voice. So you got to believe it. Tonight in the name of Jesus, by the apostolic mandate and the prophetic office, I declare, let every legal evidence be stored on a background altar. Catch fire now. Let it catch fire now. Let it catch fire now. Let it catch fire now. You will be surprised. After tonight, some of you will dream. You will see yourself in another level. In seven days, people's lives will be changed here. In three days, three, three days, three, three days, people's life will be changed in this house. Do you believe it? So shall it be. Yeah. Sit down for two minutes. We'll be praying very soon. Don't worry. It's a night of supernatural encounter. Now, every strong, every background altar is a storage bank. 
where the enemy keeps evidence for the future. The enemy keeps evidence for the future. How can you explain why certain things keep happening in the bloodline? One day somebody was telling me how in his family, and listen, in my family, when I was growing up, I detected a pattern. I saw that from my mother's side, all the women, everyone had a child die. Not that they killed them, but every one of them. My mother, the, the, the child that I was supposed to be after, huh? she was supposed to be called Daniela. She died. She was born and she died. My auntie, my, my mother is the firstborn. Her, do, her daughter died when she was born. My auntie, her daughter died. Another auntie, her son died. All the women, one of their children died. How do you explain that? Somebody say legal evidence. And legal captivity. Don't joke with this thing that I'm teaching you. Go and listen over and over about 17 times. Amen. When you see that certain things are happening, sometimes we call it generational curses. How can a generational curse be working against a believer except there is a legal platform why it must happen? Just like it happened in Zechariah chapter 3. Look into your family. As I'm teaching, look into your family. Don't sit here and pretend as if. Look into your family. Yes, it is true. This, that, that, that. That is the essence of tonight. You see, that is the reason why I have never felt when the Lord told me, deal with the background Authors, I never felt anything like this in all my life in every night of supernatural encounter. This one is very different. We will take off. Say me a believing amen. amen. Now listen, one of the things that the Lord told me is that after tonight, certain demonic appetite that feeds the altars will dry up. Amen. People will be delivered supernaturally. Amen. The thing that you love to do you, you hate it. Because it is not by might. It is not by power. But to not by the spirit of the most high God. The Holy Spirit will destroy that altar. When the altar in the time of Je uh, um, Ezekiel, uh, Isaac, um, what is his name? No. Elijah. When the altar was consumed. The prophets of Baal and Baal worship was consumed. Tonight, that altar will be consumed. Amen. The evidence will be consumed. Amen. So you can be a very good singer. But there is a... Listen, that is why best. You have to always... You see, human beings are naturally more wiser than believers. The people of the world. How come you go to the hospital and they will say, does somebody have this? You said, no. Does somebody have this condition? You say, yes. And they say, oh, okay, then be careful because you can have it. But believers can't understand that if this is the order of my father, don't fight them. People who are here, eh, my father likes women. You will do it times two if you fight him. Yeah. Eh, my mother likes men. Eh, 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 he was just she was moving from one man to the other. Listen, don't fight them because it is not them. It is an altar that was speaking against them. And if you don't do anything about it, you'll be surprised that you are tongues speaking Bible believing believer you will do worse you will do worse because it is a legal captive evidence say in the name of Jesus please is somebody being helped say in the mighty name of Jesus any legal bank of a background altar 
polices me and keeps evil document and evil evidence right now in the mighty name of Jesus let it catch fire 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 how do you explain that Jacob who was Jacob's wife Rachel and Leah how do you explain that Rachel was barren and how do you explain that Sarah also was barren somebody say legal evidence praise the name of Jesus now what again example now I told you about my family now I'm going to give you the story of a great man of God one of my mentors he's called Pastor David Asante Mama Grace's husband he's a very powerful man of God he told me his story whilst he was growing up listen very well whilst he was growing up he saw that there was a precedence in his family his father didn't meet his grandfather his grandfather didn't meet his great grandfather now he when he was a little boy five years or so his father died his father's son who was after him was in the belly died when the man died four days the baby was born by mysterious circumstances one day they were having a program by like the way we are having a program tonight which is bringing our deliverance Say a believing amen. amen. There was a program like this. And Archbishop Benson Idahosa was ministering to pastors. To? To? Uh-huh. Not to unbelievers. And then he saw him say, young man, come. So he came. He said, I see a demonic evil mark on your forehead. You will not cross 40 years. And then he said, ignorantly, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm born again. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I speak in tongues. He said, listen. What I'm talking about is legal evidence. And then Archbishop Benson in the house of blessed memory, he asked him, he said, where is your grandfather? He said, he's dead. He said, where is your father? He said, he's dead. He said, did your grandfather meet your, 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 your this? He said, no. Did this one meet this? He said, no. He said, that's what I'm talking about. And then he prayed and broke that case. Tonight that case is broken. Amen. Just believe what I'm telling you. When he prayed and he broke it, the man lived beyond... He was the first person. Now, how, how old is he? 76. Hallelujah. He would have died before 40 years. Don't joke with this thing that I'm talking about. If you feel like sleeping, stand up because I'm not done. Because we have to be free. Amen. Now, look at what they do. Also, number three, I'll give you, I've given you two, right? Number three, the third thing that it does is that it generates counter-attacks against progress. Judges chapter six, the whole of Judges chapter six. Brothers and sisters, Gideon was a mighty man of valor, but with all his might, when they cultivated, they will be in the cave because the Midianites the Midianites are consumers of harvest. They will come and Johnny, just when the harvest is ready, they will come and take it. But he was a mighty man of valor. 
The only thing that they could do was to thresh the wheat in caves. But he was a mighty man. How do you explain with all the certificates? Yet there is nothing to show forth about. People, there are people with PhD, PhD. But there is no substance. Listen, that is what explains when somebody doesn't have a demonic altar speaking against them, they can sell water and be billionaires. Sometimes you look at what people are doing and they are billionaires. And listen to me, this is where sometimes ignorance comes in. People will say that, ah, me, I will even go to school again. Look at this guy, he never attended school, but he's blessed. But look at, oh, it has nothing to do with going to school or not going to school. Maybe your progress is through school. Go, go, don't stop it. Because when the altars are not dealt with, we can put you in the money bank of World Bank. You will still be broke. Anti-progress. Amen. But tonight you are free. Same here, believing. Amen. amen. Number four. What do they do? Number four. They reduce nobility. People from glory. And then they bring them to a place of dishonor and shame. Sometimes a very beautiful lady. Look at the person. Nothing is wrong with the person. One day I prayed. I was, I was doing a certain program. And a lady called me. He said, man of God, I'm 27 years of old. No man since I was born ever said to me, you are beautiful. I love you. 27 years. But when you look at the woman, my goodness, except you don't have eyes. I said, is it that the men are not seeing? He said, sometimes somebody will smile at me. When I get closer, then they become my enemies. How do you explain that? That is why the last time I was saying that sometimes you can do everything. You say that I have done all. You don't need to do all. You need to deal with certain things. Sometimes a very well-educated person, but nothing to show up. Sometimes very hard working at the end of the month. At the end of the month. I know a manager of a company who at the end of the month borrows money from the laborer. How do you explain it? Somebody say background authors. In a certain family, you can look. Everybody, nobody died a natural death. See that by accident, somebody was shot, somebody dead, somebody died. Minus you from tonight in Jesus' name. Listen, every curse from your background that has been policed on that demonic altar, it is destroyed right now in Jesus' name. Same here, believing, amen. amen. Number five, they always put a defined limit or a pattern on a family, on a group. A race or a nation. So they will say that people from this background never get to this. Finally, how do I deal with background authors? Four points. And then we'll begin to pray. Bandaik, are you ready to pray? Number one, know Jesus and who you are in him. This is very, I'm not talking about being born again. Know Jesus and who you are in him. Your authority was restored. That is why when I was starting, I said your authority was restored by Jesus. When God restored it to Noah, the enemy brought in idol worshiping and distorted it. When you connect to Jesus, listen, Jesus is not a religion. He is not a religion. He is the propitiation. If you don't know, go and read about it. But know him. And then, know who you are in him. Now, I wrote something here. I said, this gives you access. Listen, this gives you access. You, now, you, 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 
you, when you know Jesus and who you are in him, that is, it gives you access to use his authority. Do you understand? Do you understand? Now, when you know Jesus and you know who you are in him, it gives you access to use his authority. If you know me and I've given you my password, Agnes can walk into my office and unlock my door because she knows the access. Do you understand? So when you have a relationship with Jesus, you have an access to your authority. Now, sometimes all the prayers we pray and we salivate and then feel everywhere with all the noise. Huh? When you know who you are in Christ, your prayer becomes instructional and directional. In Mark chapter 5, Elder Ezel, Jesus looked at the demons. He said, come out of him. Somebody that nobody could tame, that madman. And then Jesus said, come out of him. And they said, Jesus, we beg, don't let us go out of this territory. He said, where do you want to go? They said, okay, into the swine. He said, go there. Listen, when you understand who you are and Christ and your relationship with him and who you are in him, your prayer becomes directional and instructional. Now you tell devils what to do. You command them. Go out of this one, never come. That is why sometimes people say that, oh, Papa just said a word. Let you, and I'm not talking in the capacity of a pastor. I'm talking in the capacity of knowing who you are. Knowing that your words will not fall to the ground. From tonight, let your words hold power. Amen. When you read the book of 1 Samuel chapter 3 and verse number 19, Bible said that, and Samuel grew. Praise. And the Lord was with him. And the Lord did let none of his words fall to the ground. Praise the name of Jesus. You deal with it. When you know him and you come to the, the full knowledge of who he is and what you are in him, controlling the background forces become a matter of instilling authority by divine instruction and direction. Matthew 5, sorry, Mark 5.13. Number two, how do I deal with background altars? So today, if you don't know Jesus, you got to make him your Lord. To use his authority. Whether you believe it or yes. And this is not something like, okay, I need time to think about it. It is enshrined in the scriptures. The Old Testament spoke about him. And listen, what you don't know will stand against you. You better start knowing. Amen. Number two, avoid living in continuous disobedience. Because this is the way to starve and dry up the altar. Amen. Avoid living in, con listen, continuity and consistency raises an altar. That is why if you do the same thing over a period of time, the same, it becomes an altar. Amen. So avoid living in continuous, so you can write this scripture down. First Samuel chapter 7 verse 3 all the way to 13. This is why besetting sins are like addiction. You are provoked to keep them so that it can feed the altar. When you avoid living in continuous disobedience, you weaken the forces of the altar. Now, write this scripture down. Revelation chapter 2 verse 14. Revelation 2 14. And I will tell you the story behind. Look at that. But I have a few things against you. Because 
you have there amongst them the people who hold the doctrine of Balaam. Now listen very well. Who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel so that they will eat things sacrificed unto idols and they will commit immorality. Now listen. Here the Israelites were coming from Egypt to the promised land. Now they got to a place and then listen to me very well. When they got to a place, they saw Balaam and then Balak. Balaam was a prophet of God. But Balak was a king. And Balak called Balaam. And he said, come and curse these people for me. So he brought them to a mountain. When he looked at them, he started blessing them. Numbers chapter 23. He started blessing them. And then in Numbers chapter 24, he, started, he continued blessing them. And he said, what must I do? He said, the people that God has blessed, listen very well, Josephine. He said, the people that God has blessed, I cannot curse them. And then he says something. He said, darling, he said, but there is something that you can do. If you do that thing, it will cause their God to depart from them and you can destroy them. And he said, okay, what is it? He said, bring them to a place of eating meat, sacrifice to idols and to commit immorality. So now, Balak, the king, went to hire the Moabite young ladies. And they came with mini skirts and bikinis. And then they started walking in the camp of Israel. And then when the men saw it, their eyes, are, are you listening to me? Their eyes were popping. And they began engaging in disobedience what God said they should not. One day, God himself killed 24,000. Numbers chapter 25. You will see it there. God himself. Who? God himself killed 24,000. When you read from Numbers chapter 25. From verse number 1 downwards. Because they lived in continuous disobedience. Number 3. Look at number 3. Now, okay. And Israel abode in Shittim. And the people began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab. And what happened? And they called the people unto the sacrifices of their gods. And the people did eat and bow down to their gods. And Israel joined himself unto Baal And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. Verse 4. Look at it. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take all the heads, all the sound. Now verse 5. Look at verse number 5. When you continue reading, and slay every one of them. Verse number 6. Verse number 6. And behold, the children of... So when you keep on reading... The Lord consumed 24,000 in a day. What? What an evil person. And those that died in the plague were 24,000 in one day. What a curse could not do. Disobedience did it and did it more. Are you with me? Come on, are you with me? Yeah. So anytime we say that, when God said that, don't do this. It is not for his good. It is for our good. Because the devil put it as a stumbling block to draw us into perdition. Say, Lord, have mercy in the name of Jesus. And number three, number three, break down or tear down all background altars that you know through prayer and fasting. Luke chapter 4 verse 16, just write it. In fact, the whole of Luke chapter 4, but from verse number 16, when Jesus had finished prayers and fasting, Bible said that he went to his background. Look at that. And he came to Nazareth, 
where he had been brought up after 40 days of prayers and fasting, Maxwell, he went to Nazareth where he had been brought up and as his custom was. Why did he go there? Somebody said to deal with the background altars. So on the altar of prayer and fasting, you deal with the background altars. Hallelujah. Break them down through intense prayers, continuous and consistency. Maybe the Lord tells you do two weeks and then you do ten days. And then he said, "Uh I'm tired. The Lord told you two weeks because by the close of the two weeks, that thing will be broken. But you did it. And then you got to 13 days. He said, I'm tired. Today I'll eat. You ate. And the thing reversed. And listen, as you are doing all these things to destroy the background altars, remember that the, the forces of the altar will make sure that you don't destroy it. Do you understand? They will fight you. So it becomes difficult. Hey Lord, I won't drink again. And the day you say you won't drink again, somebody brought you your favorite alcohol. Very expensive. Then he said, Lord, let me finish this one. When I finish, I won't do it again. Do I have witnesses? The Lord tells you, don't do this thing again. He said, Lord, one day, a certain young man told me a story. He's a man of God. There was a certain young lady I was looking for. You understand what I'm saying? If you're a young man, you understand what I'm saying. He said, I was looking for. I never got her. The day I became born again, she brought herself. I said, so brother, what did you do? You, are, you want to listen? Come and tell me your story. <laughs> number four so the third one is what break down and we will do it number four the fourth thing is that sacrifice upon the altar the new altar raise a new altar and sacrifice upon it one of the things that replaces destroys and replaces new altar is sacrifice many people don't understand this when you raise a new altar, that new altar doesn't have a voice until you put a sacrifice on it. Yeah. So you raise an altar. You did, the Lord told you, do 14 days of prayer and fasting. You did it, but when you finished, you didn't put a sacrifice on it. When you read Judges chapter 6, from verse 25, okay, Bible said that when the Lord, the angel told Gideon to go and destroy his father's altar, he said, when you destroy it, Raise a new altar and sacrifice upon it. Because if you don't sacrifice upon the new altar, it will not have a voice. The old altar will be repaired and it will speak and consume the new altar. Sacrifice. Somebody say sacrifice. That is why when God wanted to do something that he had never done, to will the whole world to a human being, he told him, go and sacrifice Isaac. Does God eat human beings? But why did he do that? Because Abraham was going to raise a transgenerational altar. But the altar will not have a voice until you put a sacrifice on it. So he raised the altar. He said, put your son on. He put his son on. When he was about to slaughter him, he said, listen, when you read the book of 2 Kings chapter 3, there is a story there from verse number 24. There was the king of the Moabites fighting against Israel. Write it. You will need it one day. Tonight, maybe you might be tired, but write it. There was the king of the Moabites fighting against Israel. He did everything. He couldn't prevail. Everything was against him. And then he took his first son and raised an altar. Because the altar of Israel was speaking against him. He raised an altar and took his first son. Put him on. Slaughtered him. 
when he slaughtered him, even though it was a demonic altar, remember I've told you that in the realms of the spirit, it is ranks. Doesn't matter whether it is good or bad. It is ranks. When he slaughtered his first son as a sacrifice, Bible says immediately there was indignation turned against Israel and Israel left him alone. Sacrifice. Giving. Whenever you give, Bible says that, look for that scripture for me. He said, a man's ransom is his wealth. Look for it for me. A man's ransom. A man, your giving, your giving, your giving becomes a voice. On, when you see that sometimes things are not working, lift up a major sacrifice. Come and put it on the altar. Yeah. It is not that the church needs money. It is not that the pastor needs it. It is a spiritual principle. Seed sowing, it turns everything around. Look at that. The ransom, Proverbs 13, 8. The ransom of a man's life. So you can begin your life out with your riches. Yeah. You lift up a certain seed that you have never given before. One day. Did I not tell you about how my wife sacrificed her wedding band? And then there was a huge money that we had invested in something. Ladies and gentlemen, back home, about $75,000. And the thing was going bad. God was giving to somebody, the person didn't want to pay again. We did everything. And the time to return the money was due. I said, something got to be done. We had prayed. We had fasted. We had done everything. Everything we knew to do. And then it was left with one thing. We went to church one day. We didn't know what prayer we have not prayed. My wife was agitated, took off her wedding and her engagement band. We bought it very expensively. Went and dropped it upon the altar. And then I was sitting there. And then I remember I said, Lord, I got to put something on this altar. And the Lord said, how did you come? I said, by my car. The Lord said, put it down. Listen, I took the key, put it in the envelope. I dropped it on the altar. When I dropped it on the altar, it was like a heavy weight has been lifted from me. You see, the reason why sometimes we call people to sacrifice is not because the church needs it. No way. Of course, when it comes, it will promote their way. But whether we give or we don't give, the Lord will, will sponsor his way. But sometimes we have to help people to break. Stand up, honey. Stand up for me if you can. Look at this woman. Her life was ransomed by her seed. I'm telling you, God told me. After her wedding, she brought me with her husband a seed of a thousand dollars. When they came, they said that, Papa, this is a seed for you. And I said, okay. Now I took it and I blessed them. She was on the hospital bed dying. And I went there. The Lord told me. I was leaving. We have prayed for about three hours. Asked them. I was leaving. The Lord said, this may be the last time you see her. I went back in there. I started praying. And then she said, Papa, remember my seed, my sacrifice. She said, Papa, remember my... Didn't you say, were you not there? He said, remember my sacrifice. Let it speak for me. Because I had already thought about sacrifice. When I left there, the, the pain was in my heart. When I came, I went to look through my envelope because I don't throw envelopes away. And then I found it. I lifted it on my prayer altar. I said, Lord, if what you teach me to teach is true, ransom her life. I came to church the Sunday. When I came to church the Sunday, I lifted up prayer. I said, let the church pray for her. We pray for her. That burden was lifted out of my heart. The Lord said she won't die. Five doctors. Wait before you clap. 
People don't understand the power of sacrifice. Five doctors told her. One of them called and said to her mother, let your mother come in the next eight hours. Otherwise, she will meet her daughter. They told her, you won't make it. They told her, several times you won't make it. Did she make it or she didn't make it? All the people that were surrounding her in the ICU died. Somebody say sacrifice. Don't joke with this thing that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the fact that the church needs it. I'm talking about it being a ransom. It being a ransom. When you don't stop praying plenty and learn the act of sacrifice, it turns things around. Sometimes people don't even understand the principle of Titan. And people who don't practice it begin to talk against it and we believe it. A man's, leave this scripture down, write it boldly. A man's ransom, the ransom of a man's life are his riches. But a poor man, who will hear him? Who will hear him? Who will hear him? Bible said that pay thy vows. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Look at Ecclesiastes chapter 5. And let's read from verse number 4 downwards. Listen, this thing that I'm saying, eh? When we talk about sacrifice, we are not talking about, oh Lord, you know, I came to church and then no, we are talking about doing something that when you finish, you begin to go, hey, your wife says that. What did you do? Hey, what did you just do? You yourself, you begin to question yourself. That is a sacrifice. You see that this thing keep happening. This thing keep delaying you. And you keep on holding on. The Lord said, bring me this. Give me this Isaac. Let me tell you something. There is nothing that I can't sacrifice to them. Me. Because I know the I don't teach. I tell what I practice as a finance team. I tell what I practice. And this church, the reason why you see people being blessed in the church is because this church is a tighter and a giver. My goodness, as a finance team, when we started the ministry, the first few months, every money that came, did we need it? Yes. When we were leaving the home cathedral, we didn't have a bank account. Why? Because I had sacrificed everything. In the days of COVID, where churches were closing, this church was growing. When we went to renew the lease, the CRF people said, during that period, we didn't see you. And I said, what were you expecting to see us for? He said, all the churches that we have rented to came to renegotiate. And we, as a little family by then, we were paying more than many churches. We didn't even know. We didn't have problem. We didn't have problem. Understand the power of sacrifice. It will turn something around. When you make, he said, can you give it to me? Ecclesiastes chapter 5. And look at from verse number 4, 5, 6, 7, thereabout. Sacrifice. There are some people in this church, eh? me, you don't need to tell me. I know where they will be in the next three years, in the next five years. Yeah. He said, when you vow a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay that which you have vowed. And he said, call on me, and I will answer you, and show you great and mighty things you know not. You see that that child keeps repeating history. Lift up a sacrifice. Lord, Mention the child's name. That is how authors are raised. Sacrificial giving. Lift it up. Say, Lord, let this be a monument before you. Listen, there are some people, eh? Sometimes they keep doing certain things, but you don't see the effect. Because certain sacrifices have canceled out certain things. It is scriptural. One day, the Lord came to Samuel. And he told Samuel to tell Eli. He said that, and please, if you can find it for me, Howard. He said that, 
This sin that your children have done, even your sacrifice cannot atone for it. The Lord told Eli, Eli, Eli the priest, he said that for allowing your children to desecrate my altar, even your sacrifice will not pay for the sin. So it means that sacrifices can cancel out consequences. Tonight, may somebody's sacrifice cancel out. And let me tell you, do you know that the prayer, the prayer line is a sacrifice? For three years now, 3 a.m. Every blessed Monday to Friday. Think we just come on. That is why I encourage people, you come there and come and sleep. You just come there. You just sleep. You come there. At least when they are mentioning people that were there in the realms of the spirit, your name will be registered. But they will say that you were sleeping. It is better than you were not there. There and not being active is better than not being there at all. Some people can wake up. It is. It even pays. Listen, it is a sacrifice. So you keep on consistency and continuity is what builds an altar. Keep doing it. 3 a.m., 3 a.m., 3 a.m. We keep coming, 3 a.m. And we are praying, 3 a.m. Sometimes, sometimes I go to sleep at 2 a.m. You think God is forgetful and you think certain authors can speak against us, then God is not righteous. Sac somebody, help me tell somebody sacrifice. Praise the name of Jesus. You look at people in the Bible that turn things around. They did that by sacrifice. If you have never come to the place of ever the Lord telling you empty your accounts for me before, you have not started. One day, the Lord told me empty your accounts. I went to the bank. I said I'm closing my account. They said okay wait. And they brought me a very fine lady. I wasn't married then. So I was still looking around. When I saw the lady, I said, ah, this one is a married material. Ladies and gentlemen, the woman, the lady started telling me why I shouldn't close my account. By the time I was leaving there, I had opened another account. When, listen, <laughs> you, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Elder, when I got outside the Leon, when I, the Lord said, hey, I went back. I said, I forgot that I was closing my account. <laughs> let me maintain the one I've opened, but let me close this one. I closed it. Now listen to me. I closed it and the Lord made me put the money in an envelope and I took an, a bottle of anointing oil and then the Lord showed me a man of God. I went to him and then I knelt down. I gave him the seed. I didn't write anything on it and I gave him the oil. He broke the bottle and then he began pouring it upon me. He laid his hand. He began speaking and vomiting words. Ladies and gentlemen, up to tomorrow, the words have not failed. There is, listen, my spiritual father, you can ask him, he, the man is proud of me. I am telling, I'm on air. And I know he'll be hearing me. But I know he's proud of me. And he will tell you that he's proud of me. Yeah. People can claim and say that, oh, he's my father. He's my father. It is not by mouth. Oh. My father, my father, you don't honor him. Go and ask him. I give him dangerous seeds. And I said, Papa, pray for me. I don't need... When you see people that can turn things around, you don't need their resources. You need their blessing. How do you connect to their blessing? By your seed. Many people don't know how to sow into men of God. I'm not teaching you because I want you to do that. But I'm telling you breaking curses and raising up generational blessed altars. You have been in the church with your spiritual father, your pastor. Throughout the whole year, you have not even sowed the seed. It is dangerous. It is dangerous. 
It is very dangerous. Don't do that. Maybe you have not been taught, but let me teach you tonight. Today that I've gotten you, I don't know when I'll get you again. Praise the name of Jesus. Raise a seed. Because every man of God carries, every man of God carries an altar. Listen, Kimberly, you may think that you are here in the name of Holy Hill Chapel, but you are here because of Pastor Nikki. Jesus through Pastor Nikki drew, drew you. You don't understand it. This is a deep thing that I've told you. Yeah. Jesus is working, but he's working through Papa Nikki. That is why you are here. You think you are here because of the building? Are there not better buildings here in Memphisboro? Didn't, uh, what is the name? <laughs> Didn't Naaman, what did he say? He said, there are better rivers in, there are rivers of Apapa and what? You don't even know. Go and find the second one. In what about this Jordan? It is not because of the Jordan he went there. He went there because of the prophet. The Lord through the prophet ministered to him. And when he finished, he said, I'm sowing a seed. One day, a woman brought me a certain seed. When he gave me the seed, the Lord said, give it back to her. Boy, we don't eat his own. We don't. We don't. Sometimes a seed comes into my hands. The next moment, somebody shows up. The Lord said, this is the reason why the seed came. I've done it several times. Praise the name of Jesus. Learn this art of sacrifice. And Papa, you are teaching good now. Look at what you are saying. I don't even know whether you are saying that after service, I should go and bring my pay salary for you to eat or what. No, sister. I'm, <laughs> I'm teaching you the truth. It is the truth you embrace that works for you. If you are listening to me online and you have never sowed a seed in the life of your pastor, it is dangerous. It is dangerous. And Man of God, and this is my pastor. It doesn't. Once you are there, learn this art. Wherever there are, let me tell you something. One day, one of my friends was saying, Ah, man of God, this prayer line that you have been doing, you have to be collecting seed. I said, Me seed on the prayer line. Have you ever seen me do that before? Isaiah chapter 45 and verse number 15. Can you put it on the board for me? I'll be wrapping up, so don't worry. Isaiah 45. He said, Give me verse number 13. He said, I have raised him. I have raised him up in righteousness. I will direct all his ways. He shall build my city and he shall let go my captives. Not for a price nor reward. That is why I don't charge anybody. One day somebody came. He said, after the counseling, how much do you take? I said, the Lord forbid. The counseling, I charge you. Okay, consultation fee. Before you enter the door, see LP Shana. Did you do uh, uh, your, your this thing with LP Shana? Did somebody give you something? No, Papa, tell him that do I, no, I'm not meeting him today. Have I ever done that? No, not for a price or a rock. When you see such people, be afraid of them. Your the heart is too genuine. And it is a good grounds. Same here, believing, amen. And Papa, in September, is pastor's appreciation. That is why I started preaching it. I'm helping you. Because I practice it. <laughs> Praise the name. Somebody says sacrifice. So you sacrifice to the altar. You sacrifice to the servant of God upon the altar. He's the priest of the altar. The altar of Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. I am the priest of it. Yeah. I don't apologize because that is the truth. Bernard, or oh, I should say I'm sorry. And then number five, get connected to a covenanted altar. That is what I just spoke about. Get covenanted to. Get connected to a covenanted godly altar. 
Because that altar will speak. And I'm going to give you one scripture. Irama. In Deuteronomy chapter 33. And verse number 6. Can we go there? Here was Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 6. Here was Reuben being manipulated and killed by a curse which had been raised by his father in Genesis 49. And then he got connected to Moses. And Moses was a covenanted author. By the way, there are people who pay tithe directly to me. And are you a church? The tithe is paid to either a person or a ministry. You don't know that one. I won't teach that one now. <laughs> Amen. Now listen. He said, he got connected to a covenanted altar. And then, Moses said, may Reuben not die. And may his men not be few. And the case that was in Genesis chapter 49, verse number 2, 3, and four was broken. Rise up. Are you tired? Can I engage you in the next 20 minutes in, in dangerous prayers? The Lord gave me seven prayers for us to pray. We will pray. Nobody, no ministration. When we finish praying, I will give you oil to anoint yourself. The Lord, I was here at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. this morning. And I, you, you have no idea what we have done. Because your life must change. Say amen. Please, can I engage you the next 20 minutes? Just 20 minutes, I promise you. Amen. Is somebody blessed? Go to the podcast and listen over and over again. Listen to it seven times and apply it. And look through the scriptures and see if those things are so. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to lift up your voice. Now, please begin to play something for me. Start agitating my spirit for me. Okay? And then let us pray. But I want you to pray. And you are going to say that, Father, thank you for the word that has come. It is so very important. And all the prayers will be put on the board. When we are done, I'll put the prayers on the platform. I need you to pray it. Pray it for the next seven days. It is seven, I think seven or nine prayers. That the Lord dictated them to me. But right now, I want you, I have it here. I'll put it on the platform. But if you are not on our platform, you can take a picture of it. So that when you go home, you pray along it. Amen. Say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for your word of deliverance that has come to me tonight. Can you lift up your voice and pray? Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. As we were worshiping, people came and they put money here. These are seeds that give the altar a voice. Lift up your voice. Just lift up your voice and pray. You are starting a business. Don't start it without a seed. You are marrying. Don't enter into that marriage without a seed. Where you are coming from, there are background altars. Your spouse is coming from a place where there are altars. You are starting a ministry. Do you know the seeds that we have sown? You see a certain curse in your life. Don't be just ignorant. Don't do that. Lift up a sacrifice. Now I want you to pray. Thank God for the word of deliverance. Lift up your voice. Uh-huh. Lift up your voice. Please don't pray casual prayers. Tonight is a decider. Tonight is 
a decider. Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I call the four corners. 
I call the four corners and the winds and the wind of the earth of the earth from the north from the north the south the south the east the east and the west and the west wherever an evil altar is wherever an evil altar is with my name with my name or family name or family name on it on it by angelic assistance by angelic assistance as i pray as i pray let it be destroyed let it be destroyed let it be destroyed let it be destroyed clap your hands and pray this prayer for the last two minutes holy spirit of the lord please put it on the biggest thing
Sometimes you go to a vicinity and there is a particular lifestyle. 
it is controlled by territorial authors. Now, those territorial authors, once you find yourself in that place, they have an influence, except you destroy it and raise another altar. That is why I stopped this. It is very important. Sometimes you enter into a certain company. And then when I was working as an expatriate engineer, I realized that there was a character of expatriate, womanizing. One day my boss looked at me. He said, you are different. He said, he told me, he said, you are different. Today, my colleagues sent me text messages and they said, I am not surprised. There was a difference. When I got into expatriate engineering, my goodness, the money is there. They will intentionally import women because you have left your wife and your family and you are in a place for two months. You see, so they intentionally bring them around for entertainment. So it is not like you want to do it all. But the environment, territorial authors begin to speak. Begin to speak. You enter into a certain company and certain things. Everybody is doing certain things. By the time you see you are doing it, it is the influence of territorial authors. Somebody say, it must catch fire tonight. It must catch fire. Say, Holy Spirit of the Lord. Holy Spirit of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Every territorial artist. Every territorial artist. That controls destinies. That controls destinies. In where I work. In where I work. Where I married from. Where I married from. Where I live. By angelic interventions, let them be destroyed. Let them be destroyed. Clap your hands and pray. That's it, cool. There are territorial forces there. That city, that country, that continent. There are territorial forces. There are territorial forces. Lift up your voice. All those territorial authors, let them catch fire. 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 Let those territorial authors. Let them catch fire. 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 Let them As a sportsman, there are certain territorial or occupational authors. Lift up your voice in the name of Jesus. The Lord told me, He said, dictate it for them to say it and pray it. Hallelujah. You see, sometimes there are occupational authors. So you realize that in that career, a certain lifestyle. Oh, you know, when you are in this career, you have to be like that. It is territorial altars. Amen. Tonight it catches fire. Amen. Do you believe it? Yes. Tonight it catches fire. Amen. Okay, number five. What is number five? We are praying that if you, I have been a victim of someone's evil altar. Because you can easily be a victim. I marry you and then I come with a demonic altar. If you are not strong, you can easily be drawn into my demonic altar. So there are people that have been victims of other people's demonic authors. I go to, I, I, uh, somebody goes to consult a medium and he puts all his friends. He said that all these friends that I have, I'm coming to find out whether they are correct friends or not. 
You are your, your somewhere. You don't know. Somebody has taken your name upon an altar. If you don't have a strong spirit, the altar begins to monitor you. That is why this prayer is very important. The Lord told me, he said, explain the prayer before they pray. That is why I've been breaking it. It is two minutes, two minutes. Pray it with your heart out. Say, Holy Spirit of the Lord. Holy Spirit of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If I have been a victim of someone's evil altar. There are some people that have patronized prostitutes before. Those prostitutes don't operate with their naked eye. They carry altars. You just entered into that altar. You came out for forgiveness, but the altar's effect is upon you. Say in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name, in the name of, of Jesus. Holy Christ. Spirit of the Lord. Holy Spirit of the Lord. If I have been, if if I have have been, been a, victim a victim of someone's evil altar, someone's evil evil altar. altar. either by partnership, either by partnership or, association, or association, tonight, tonight I judge it, I judge it fully. 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 Lift up your voice. Come on, lift up your voice. Clap your hands. Lift up your voice. Clap your hands. You became a victim of somebody's evil altar. Maybe you married somebody. The person is carrying an altar. Now, you are inside the altar. Holy Spirit of the Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, if I have been a victim of someone's evil altar, in the partnership of my association, Hallelujah. Now listen, these prayers, I'll put them on the on the on the platform. Pray them the next seven days. Don't stop it. Prayer number six. Say holy. Now he said that Holy Spirit of the Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, let the fire of the Lord fall and consume any altar. Now listen. Responsible for delays. Responsible for unfruitfulness. Amen. There is something that is that is called see but cannot have. What is see but cannot have? You see the blessing. It is coming. You know that this one is mine. Just when you're about to lay hands on it, he said, you can't have it. And then another person snatches it away. It is called see, but cannot have. Many believers live in, this, in delay. Somebody can be going out with somebody. Seven years, the person will not propose. The person will not say anything. All of a sudden, somebody just shows up. And the person said, ah, I'm going to marry this person. He said, I have a heart attack. It is called, it is caused by the spirit or by the altar that causes people to see but does not have. Say, Holy Spirit of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let the fire of the Lord fall and consume any altar responsible for delays and fruitfulness. See but cannot have this favor and rejections. Lift up your voice and pray. Don't joke. Don't pray. Don't pray. 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 Let those altars catch fire. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. Let those altars catch fire. 
why the altar has been active. You appeal for mercy and grace. And then the legal captive, Isaiah 49, give me Isaiah 49 verse 24 and 25. Look at when you appeal for mercy and grace. Look at what happens. Now the Lord has already forgiven you, your sin. But there must be a turnaround of the effect of the altar. So he said that shall the prey be taken away from the mighty or the lawful captive delivered. And then verse number 25. He said, but that saith the Lord. When you appeal to the mercy seat of the Lord. He said, that saith the Lord. Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away. And the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. It comes on the altar of mercy and grace. When you appeal and you say, Lord, have mercy on me. For feeding the altar by living in continuous disobedience. Then Bible said that. And the Lord will turn the captivity around. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name, in the name of Jesus. Now give me the prayer. Holy Spirit of the Lord. Holy Spirit in the of mighty Lord. name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let any connections that has been broken by my disobedience be reconnected and restored by divine mercy and grace. Lift up your voice and pray it. Lift up your voice and pray it. Holy Spirit of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Don't stop praying it. Don't stop praying it. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let any connections that has been broken as a result of my continuous disobedience be reconnected and restored by divine mercy and grace. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray our last prayer. Listen, you are free. 
Say amen. Amen. I want you to believe it. You will see it. Don't worry. Amen. Say I am free. I am free. Say I am delivered. I am delivered. Say the altar is destroyed. The altar is destroyed. Say the altar is destroyed. Altar is destroyed. No more effect. No more effect of the altar. Of the altar. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Do you believe it? Now let's pray prayer number seven. Say, Holy Spirit of the Lord. Holy Spirit of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now listen. That is why we belong to churches. And we belong to spiritual fraternities. Because, you see, sometimes you might think that it is your prayers. It is not your prayers. It is the sponsorship of the altar you are connected to. Yeah. Many people don't know. That is why some people will say that ever since I stepped foot in this house. Yeah. yeah. What, what happened? Somebody said the voice of the altar. The voice, the voice of, of the altar. It sponsors you, but you don't know. Yeah. Sometimes by being connected to a certain family, certain things happen. The altar sponsors you. Now, this is an apostolic and a prophetic altar. Say amen. Amen. You got to believe it because I am the priest of it and I'm telling you. <laughs> Say Holy Spirit of the Lord. Holy Spirit of In the, the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I am part. I am part of this apostolic of this apostolic and prophetic altar and prophetic of Holy Hill Chapel of Holy Hill Chapel and I lay demand and I lay demand on the fire on the fire the covenant the covenant and the covering and the covering of this altar of this altar let it speak for my full liberty and restoration now lift up a voice stretch your hand towards the altar stretch your hand towards the altar pray Say, Holy Spirit, I am part of this prophetic and apostolic altar. Let the voice, let the demand, let the fire, the covenant, and the covering of this altar speak and sponsor my full liberty and restoration. Lift up your voice, 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 Now, 
quickly. Can you just come? I want to give you some oil. I want you to go and stand. I want to pray one prayer, but I want you to anoint yourself. Everybody come. As for the children, I will go and anoint them myself. But I want to put oil in your hands. Rub it together in your hands and then lay it upon your head. And then just go and stand there. I'll pray. Now listen, what is going to happen in the realms of the spirit? Eh? Five more, Just five minutes. What is going to happen is that when you put that oil, eh, in, the, in the physical, it will be oil. Boy, I'm telling you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, whose I am and whom I serve. The Lord told me, pray over this oil. It has been cooked. Before the Lord Jesus Christ. It becomes like gas on your forehead spiritually. When the prayer comes from here, it will spark. Physically, you won't see anything. But spiritually, something will happen. Do you believe it? I won't lay hands except the Lord tells me. Father, in the mighty and blessed name of Jesus. Shena. I told you what the Lord told me, right? About the oil, right? <laughs> now, please, when you get the oil, go. Some of you, when you anoint yourself, something will happen. There will be full liberty. I'm telling you. If you don't believe it, it's up to you. But I'm doing what the Lord told me. People who don't understand spiritual things will not understand it. But in the spirit, physical things, Bible says we judge all things spiritually. What I'm putting in your palm may look like oil. Physically, it may look like that, but it is a medium. You will be free. Fully. Fully. I like the way some people scratch it from my hand. You can see that some people are too serious. My goodness. God bless you. I will pray for you, eh? You, I'll pray for you. Just go lay it on your head and begin to pray. Hey, wherever they have taken your name, wherever they have taken your image. Can you imagine that as you are here, your, your grandfather somewhere, your auntie somewhere has gone to consult a medium and they put your name there. Is this boy working against me or not? Meanwhile, you are here and you don't know what is going on. Tonight, listen. Listen, tonight it is altar against altar. One day I was praying for one of my daughters and the Lord showed me something. I saw she made a mistake. Okay? Whilst she was in college. And I saw somebody took her name and took it to a western part of Ghana. And I saw an altar. And the person was saying that this girl, this girl, she would never marry. And she would do this and that and that and that and that. My heart was broken. So I understood why she did certain things. But tonight, somebody say tonight. <laughs> Listen, don't be here and then you have spent all the time. Don't be here and not believe. The greatest this service you can do to you. Except I didn't read from the scriptures. Come for the oil. Some of you, it will work for your children. Listen, just like somebody starts a generational curse, somebody must start a generational blessing. And you are the one. I said you are the one. Your family will thank God for your life. Please, let me, help me to help you so that we help ourselves and then we are done with this, okay? Yeah. Listen.
you are a young lady here, when you get the oil, if you are married, eh, anoint your ring or anoint that your finger there. If you are here, you are dealing with disappointment. Something is happening. You don't, you don't worry. Some, I know. I know. This oil. Come. Deliverance. Deliverance. I already feel the fire of the Lord. It's like my, my, my knee, my toes is on fire. Something is happening. This oil, it may be like just ordinary oil. But something is happening. Yeah. The opportunity has just been open for us. Don't abuse it. Take it. Yes, you can do it. Please don't. The fire of the Lord is all over the place. You see, it will be like a chain reaction. Please, ushers, watch out for me. And please, when you leave here, just be praying. Just be praying. The fire, Father, let the fire. Let the fire. seven weeks, your marriage bells will be ranking. People will live here. They will live here pregnant. and the thing is not working. Everything that you touch is not working. Now, the fire, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it for me. The, the, listen, don't be a spectator. Accept the ushers and the protocol. Concentrate for your own deliverance. Concentrate for your own deliverance. Come, come for it, come for it, come for it, come for it. You say in the name of Jesus, the force of darkness from your mother's background. Right now in the name of Jesus. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Loose it. Look at 
the fire of the Lord breaking and burning that chain. Let it break it. Let it burn it. Lose it. Lose it. Lose it. I command in the name of Jesus by the power of the fire of the Lord and by the covenant of this oil in the name of Jesus. Go. Restore the joy of the Lord in your heart. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus Christ. The fire of the Lord. That brings restoration. That brings restoration. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. The giftings of the Holy Ghost. In the mighty name of Jesus. That's the way. Come. Come to me. Come. 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 Lift up your hand. I'm praying. Rejection. Every spirit of rejection, every spirit that we means in the mighty name of Jesus, right now, look at the fire of the Lord. Go, 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 live it, lose it right now. In the name of Jesus, the fire of the Lord, right now, 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 in the mighty name of Jesus. Why is that? Give me the oil. The name of Jesus. Father, this one must be set free today. Right now, right now. I'm not talking about tomorrow. Your background orders. Lose her now. Lose her now. Lose her now. Lose her now. Watch it, watch it, watch it for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, every authority holding young ladies and women in your background, I curse it right now. I curse it right now. They leave you right now. I said they leave you right now. They leave you right now. No more.
some strong people around her. Something is going to happen. Something is going to come out of her. Hold the microphone. for me yeah connect this one for me and give me some sound i saw the fire of the lord upon this girl right now in the name of jesus that spirit go 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 right now in the name of jesus i command that force of darkness that suicidal tendency that spirit of premature death in the name of jesus in the name of Jesus, look at that sea right now. I corrupt it. I corrupt it. I corrupt it. Now look at it. Look at it. The fire of the Lord inside that belly. Let it burn it. Somebody clap your hands and pray. Remove that cloth. Clap your hands and pray. Clap your hands and pray. Every spirit of contamination against this one. Be broken. Be broken. Be broken. Be broken, be broken, be broken. Lift up your Father, the name of Jesus, everybody, it is your time of glory. No more delays. Take it in the name of Jesus. of the altar of the Lord the fire the fire of the altar of the Lord against this altar against this altar you will not be put to shame you will not be delayed you will not repeat history be broken be broken somebody clap your hands and pray somebody clap your hands and pray something is happening here
Where Dahlia and then Jemima, where you people are, put the microphone down. Now, those of you within that place, lift up your hands. I saw, I saw in the realms of the spirit, I saw rings, but I saw that somebody was holding them and the person's hand was cut off and the rings were delivered. In the name of Jesus, receive it right, aha, uh -huh. aha, uh -huh. one, take it, two, receive it, three, receive it. Ah, uh, they say you won't marry, eh? Upon this altar, except I was not called by the Lord, except I was not called by the Lord, but right now, let it leave you now, let it loose you now, that serpentine spirit, go, 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 in the name of Jesus. I pray for you and your children. May the Lord remember you right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. I use you as a point of contact. Receive a visitation in the name of Jesus. Receive a visitation. Watch out for me. Watch them out. In the name of Jesus. Hey, receive it. Hey, watch it, watch it. Bring her to me. The enemy wants to suck her. Bring her to me. Uh -huh. In the name of Jesus Christ, I come against you by the altar of the Lord. I come against you by the river. Aha, 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 aha. Wherever they have taken your name, wherever they have taken, remove that. Wherever they have taken your name, in the name of Jesus, I come against the altar. By the altar of the Lord. By the altar of the Lord. By the altar of the Lord. Be loose. Be loose. By the count of seven. By the count of seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Be free. Ah, Elizabeth, come. I saw myself in the realms of the spirit and I was giving you a basket and the basket was loaded with many fruits and the Lord said I have brought you to the level of fruitfulness and I saw seven fruitfulness biologically financially ah look at that watch out for me oh something is happening now there is a certain grace that the Lord has given to young lady it is called a prophetic grace yeah it is going to manifest it's going to manifest from tonight Dufie, why is it that when you dream you forget come I just saw it but I'm going to pray for Elizabeth but I saw it's like something passes through her she sees it like this and it is like blur and I said what is the meaning of this and the Lord said she dreams and ah when I just said that the Lord said there are 17 people whose dreams must be restored yeah 17 people watch it watch it watch it watch it just watch out for me do fear come to me the Lord tonight is and listen you will never I'll pray for the two of you the Lord will set the two of you free tonight can I take about five more minutes of your time 
Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, sister, hold my hand. I pray for you. From the, the first day that the Lord connected you to this prophetic apron, you have been in the name of Jesus. I just pray for you. The Lord told me, say whatever you want over here. I pray. May this altar speak for you 24 on 7. Amen. Even when your voice cannot speak. And you know, this voice, this altar speaks healing. It speaks deliverance. It speaks speed. It speaks overflow. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. I saw the prophetic grace upon this young lady. And then I saw business ideas. Business ideas. It was coming from left, right, center. Left, right, center. And then I saw that a group of people were following her. I saw it. I saw it. And the Lord said, I will draw multitude through her. Give me the oil. Father, in the name, ah, you said hallelujah. And I saw, do you know? <laughs> oh Lord, give me strength. You know that thing that is called the golden teeth? You know, sometimes they put um, some golden enamel or something on their teeth. Yeah, yeah. How do we call it? Whatever. But I saw that they were putting some in your mouth. Yeah. And I said, Lord, what is it? And the Lord said, I'm going to give you wealth, but it's going to come from your mouth. Malibado Shibrande Sandali Akapa. Let me lay my hands. Father, right now, let out of your belly, yes. Let it flow rivers with diverse sources. Many rivers, many rivers. It will bubble out. It will bubble out. Let it come out. Let it come out. Let it come out. Let it come out. Yes, 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 yes. Lift up your hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, let the Lord restore. If you are here and you dream and you forget, lift up your hand. You just lift up your hand. The Lord says 17 people. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. Because the Lord has been talking to you. The Lord has been talking to you. There are many things that are coming out of your belly. The Lord will bless the children of your womb. The Lord will bless them. You have not seen anything yet. Speed, speed, speed. The snake. See the same grace. In the name of Jesus, take it. May the Lord erase the past. And give you the new in the name of Jesus. The mandate will not be forgotten. Let me go there. The Lord said, You are not down from there. Where's the oil? Take it in the name of Jesus. May it happen. 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 May it happen in the name of Jesus. Receive an act. Where is June? June. 
Where is Jude? Jude is at the altar. Now the Lord said, take her to the altar. Father. Jesus, the fire of the altar, the fire here, the fire here. Yes, I'm talking about the Holy Ghost fire here. Today is your day. Let go of her. By the count of seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, go. Loser, 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 loser. She will not be put to shame. You will not be put to shame. I say you will not be put to shame. Aha. Uh -huh. That serpentine spirit. Lose her now. Lose her now. Kedabaya. Leave her. Leave her for me. Let me deal with this spirit. Go. Take that thing off. Take it off. Let me deal with it. Go. I said go. I said go. You will not kill her. You will not kill her. Accident. You will not kill her. Aha. Uh -huh. Watch it. Aha. 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 Just monitor her. But the spirit is manifest. Something is happening. The altar is speaking. Look at that. Look at that. into the blood. That's what the communion for me. Now, so, listen, please, can you help me to help us? Let us finish with this in the next five minutes, okay? Now, say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, every force that must live right now, by fire, by the blood, by the angels, let it go. Let it go. Now watch it. Watch it. Father, I turn this into the blood. Go! Aha! Uh -huh. Look at it. Look at it. They can't stand the blood. Watch, 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 watch. Something is happening here tonight. <laughs> hey, something is happening over there. Something is happening over there at the back there. Where Irama Dems are. The name of Jesus. That is the last time. That is the last time this altar spoke against you. Uh -huh. That is the last time. That is the last time. Watch them. Watch them. You will not take her out. Leave her for me. Father, the blood. The blood. The blood. Now, Father. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, can you lift up your hand? I don't have my time, please. In the mighty name of Jesus, eternal Father, I turn this into the blood of Jesus. One of the reasons why the Lord sent me to this land of America and to you is so that you be liberated. I don't negotiate with devils. I cast them out. One of the mandate that the Lord gave me, he said, go and cast out devils. Many people, ah, 
You. Come. Come, come to me. Yes, you. Ah. The Lord said, I should seal the avenues. All the avenues. Ah. Why are there so many eyes that are watching you, my daughter? Now that you are not even there and they are watching you like that, then they will have heart attack. Because where the Lord is taking you is too much. Let's watch me, watch me before I pray for you. Okay, just remain. my microphone. Listen, just remain faithful. It's okay. Just remain faithful, huh? is taking you. You are almost close, but the test is also very high this place. Please, put the oil somewhere. I don't want my oil to be reduced because that is the only one I have. Listen, you are at a place, eh? Mark me as a prophet of God. You are just about to step Mama, I'll pray for you. You. Mama Pat. Yeah. Listen, you are just at a place about to step into something. But the test is going to be severe. Be faithful. And keep to the move. And you will get there. Because you know something? I saw it was like you were moving and you came and then there was like a barrier of policemen and you jump over them and when you jump over them they started clapping for you hey you will hear good news watch it <laughs> tonight I'm operating listen when I woke up at 3am and I came here and I was praying I mean when I finished the prayer line I came the Lord said you have not been operating in your full office I said Lord which one I've been teaching good he said, on the, in the office of the prophet, I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Lift up your hand. Let me tell you, the Lord told me, I've never done this thing. I don't even know if I should say it. I'll tell you. Whew. Receive it. Receive it. Watch her for me. Receive it in the name of... Ah, let me go and lay my hands on her. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, right now, let every good news, every and when the good news comes, it will stay in you. Nobody can take it away. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, it will not be temporal. It will be permanent. It will be permanent. Receive it in Jesus' name. Now, I'm just going to pray over this water, turn it into the blood. I just want to Pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, whatever is remaining, Lord, by reason of time constraint, will you please perfect it? Lift up your hand. Say, Lord, tonight, by reason of the blood of Jesus Christ and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, tonight I receive a new altar and I declare that new altar will carry good news lift up your hand the name of Jesus 
let the fire of the Lord bring the ta, the new altar. Watch it for me, please. Watch it for me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ah, look at this girl. Look at this girl. Hey, whatever they said, I said something new. I said something new. Be broken. Those words that are monitoring you, watch them for me. Those words. I declare they are nullified. The power is nullified. If I be a man of God, the fire on this altar, the covenant I have with the Lord, the covenant I have with the Lord, the covenant I have with the Lord, in the name of Jesus, let there be freedom. Let there be freedom. Sweetheart, lift up your hand. I saw the Lord put something over you. In the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. I saw the Lord put something on you and it brought fresh joy. Fresh joy. Fresh joy. Fresh joy. Fresh joy. Fresh joy. Joy. Give it in the name of Jesus. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be divine visitation. Nobody will monitor you.
the fire of revival the fire of revival your eyes will see your ears will hear and your tongue will say it receive it in jesus name let it flow let it flow let it flow hey come lift up your hand lift up your hand let there be restoration son take it in the name of jesus take it let the lord bring restoration let the lord bring restoration let the lord bring it in the mighty name of jesus lift up your hand what the enemy meant for evil is turned for your good in the name of jesus let i lift up your hand i pray for you in the name of jesus let the lord give you special supernatural intelligence i saw it it was like a scroll was put in your head receive it in jesus name take it father it is done 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 lift up if you have a bank card or a checkbook or something that represents your finances, lift it up. Uh, this woman, leave her on the altar. Leave her there. Leave her there. No, if it is a seed, just put it down. I just want some card. Yeah. Ah. Like your aggression. Now, don't, don't, don't put it on the altar. You just lift it up. The Lord said, "Release." Stop it! Stop it! Ah. Do you know that something has happened here tonight? I'm telling you. You will see. I knew it. That there was something about this service that was unique. But we've, we've never even st stayed up to this time. Lift up your hand. Kimberly, the Lord brought you onto this land. And I saw that the angel of the Lord gave you three keys. One for your family, one for yourself, and one for a new generation. Listen, just be, remain faithful. Eh? Remain faithful. Oh, I follow me, my son. Ah, something is happening to this man. I'm seeing the old. You see, it's like they have written something on a white book. Ah, that, this boy, Kimberly, something is happening. There is an old that is giving way. Amen. Let me pray on your stomach. I'm praying for your children. I pray for Papa. I pray for the house. In the name of Jesus. A lot of things have been misconstrued because of your background altar. But the Lord will restore. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Those three keys, Kimberly. As I pray, let the old give way for the new. Let the old give way for the new. Let the old give way for the new. Let all things be made new. Those three keys, through you, many from your background will see greener pastures. Uh, I follow me wherever you are. I pray the same grace is working for you. Yeah.
Oh, probably you had to go to work or something like that. Hawa, where is Hawa? Where is Hawa? Hawa, come and stand here for me. Lift up your hand. Take off that lens. Yeah. Say, Father, Father, the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus, thank you for my full liberty. The name of Jesus. Say, Father, open doors. Bring her to me. Bring her for me three times. Now, please, I, from here, I'm just going, I'll just receive an offering for the Lord. We'll give communion. And now we'll go and minister to all the children. And then, name of Jesus Christ. Is there somebody here I've not prayed for? Let me pray for you. If I've not prayed for you, come. I didn't want to do this, but the Lord told me. I thought I would not do it. But the Lord told me. The name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray. Thank God you turn your back. Your background will not be an effect against you in the name of Jesus because the speed that is coming is great. Name of Jesus. I now pray for you. Please come. Prince, lift up your hands. No mistakes. In the name of Jesus. Everything that you have desired for yourself, Prince, is coming to pass. That's what I mean. The name of Jesus. The Lord is using you as a point of contact. Ah, Mama, lift up your hand. In the name of Jesus, please, I need the ushers to be alert. Because once the people come, the, the place is already saturated with the fire and with the angels of the Lord. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. The Lord said, I should pray restoration Amen. and glory. Joseph, receive it, receive it, receive it. Restoration and glory. Restoration and glory. They will not contend over it. Ah, I'm seeing altars that are speaking against you. But let the altar of Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee, speak for you right now, right now, right now, right now. Watch it, watch it, right now, right now, right now. No, leave it, leave it. Let, 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 the, let, the, let the angel of the Lord work on her. Right now, on this altar, on this altar, on this altar. Every words that have been spoken against you from the perspective of anger, from the perspective of jealousy, from the perspective of bitterness, in the mighty name of Jesus, even from your background, let it be destroyed. Let it be destroyed. If I be a man of God, loose her now. Loose her now. Ha. One of the words I'm hearing is that her time will bypass her. I declare, your time will not bypass you. If I be a man of God, your time will not bypass you. You are in time. You are in time. You are in time. Receive it in Jesus' name. I said you are in time. By the altar of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hand. Mr. Kofi or say right. Father, no more. Uh, bring me this young man. He's too much afraid. You are in the realms of the spirit. You are on a scale. And the scale is so light. The Lord said, there is too much fear in you. There is too much fear in you. But, because you are carrying a key. And you are supposed to open the door. How do I explain this? You are supposed to open the door. 
But it's like you are so much afraid. And the door that you are supposed to open for others to enter, it looks like others, because of time, others have to take the key and open. But I'm praying that the Lord will give you the key back. Amen. Yeah. Give me your hands. The mighty name of Jesus. Every key in your hands that have been taken, receive it back. Receive it back. So take it. Take it in the name of Jesus. Take it. Yeah. Get it in Jesus' mighty name. Anything that was taken from you, let it be fully restored. Jesus' name. Please come quickly. Give me a bottle of water. A, a brand new bottle of water. Yeah, give me one of those. Father, I bless this. I turn it into the blood of Jesus. Sir, listen. This thing is bringing restoration. It is, listen, in the prophetic, everything has a different meaning. This may look like water. I'm going to open it. I'm praying over it for you. You're going to, you're going to drink it, okay? Be faithful to the Lord. Will you? Will you? You promise? Walk with the Lord. Because what I'm seeing is that I'm seeing it's like the number 67. And I'm seeing that 67, things within 67 have been packaged into 67 days. Something that is supposed to be within 67 years have been packaged into 67 days. I mean, into, yes, 67 days. Okay? When you go write it down. Father, the name of Jesus Christ. Water. Turn it from chemistry into mystery. And in the next 67 days, do a miracle in the life of your son. It is done. Father, get a water, hold it for him. In Jesus' name, let there be full recovery and restoration. Let the Lord bring joy. Yeah? Look at me. Listen to me. I'm seeing a pile. Huh? And I saw somebody took it. And he tore it. He tore it. It was a, an envelope. He tore it. But when I spoke about restoration, I saw an angel of the Lord do a new set and mailed it to you. Yeah. You watch it. We are in 2022, right? Walk with the Lord this year. You will see something that you, you will be crying. It will be in your hands. You see, how did this thing happen? I can't see many things on air. But I will explain it to you. Get the water. Father, may the Lord bring it in Jesus' name. All those words that were said by those people. By those people. Ah, you see, when I laid my hands on LP Agnes, you see the way the people spoke against Daniel and they conspired against Daniel. I saw the same thing against her. Yeah. And I saw that there is a committee, and it is a committee of witches and wizards. And I saw them dancing around your name. I saw them dancing around your name. And then they were declaring, 
They said that let us frustrate her life in America. But listen, in the name of Jesus, watch me. If I'll be a man of God. Huh? Her things, you, it will be so smooth. Everything about you. Receive. The name of Jesus Christ. Let the Lord remember you. Now, please listen. Before we go, remember Sunday is a covenant day of remembrance. Don't miss it. Yeah. Covenant day of remembrance. Hold it. It's carrying life. Jesus' mighty name. Sir, come. Please be quick. If I have not prayed for you, please be quick. Now, as I'm praying for people, now listen, I want you to lift up an offering. A sacrifice. When a new altar is raised, you need to give it a voice immediately. I will not tell you that some of you, the Lord will lay a seed on you. Let it be a seed, not just an offering. Uh, Yeah, let it be a seed. Maybe you have never done it before. Believe what I'm telling you. Something has happened tonight. Don't be under compulsion. But let the Holy Ghost talk to you. It is a certain seed. Hafiz, lift up your hand. Something that you... Mm, the same way again. Now, please lift up that seed. Can you give, put a giving porter on the line? Yeah. Your season of laughter. Your season of laughter. Your season of laughter. Now, I pray for your hands. They are blessed. They are blessed. They are blessed. They will look for you because of what the Lord will do with your hands. Take it in the name of Jesus. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Anybody with any sickness, incurable sicknesses and diseases, I declare healing. I declare healing. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, let there be full healing. I declare it is done. Let the altar of Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee speak healing. And let the grace upon my life speak healing. And let the angels of the Lord manifest it. And let the Holy Spirit confirm it. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Okay. Hallelujah. Now stand on your feet. Yeah. Now give me my... Now take um, your, your, your... Listen, before you do any giving, take your bank card or your check. I have my, where is my distance? I have my other, yeah, 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 give it to me. Where is it? My wallet. You got. Just your bank card, not your seed. Take your bank card. Please check on the floor or somewhere. My wallet is in, yeah, it was in somewhere. 
maybe they put it in one of the chairs check for me because I need to use it as a point of contact put the light on please we are done. Online members, I am praying and I'll pray for you and then we will be done. And I'll go and bless the children. Yeah. Yes. All of you online. Alberta, Vicky, they sent me the names. Now listen, if you are online, can you type your name for me? I want to mention your name and pray. If you are online, now lift up, lift up, lift up that point of contact. Eh? Now, all of you online, just type your name. Just type your name. It can be your first name or whatever. On YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. I want to mention your name and pray for you. It could be your first name. But leave that point of contact. Father, in the blessed... Do you believe the prayers? Father, in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ, let the hidden riches of secret places enter into your people's coffers. Let the curse of poverty and the curse of financial difficulty watch them all borrowing unnecessary debt be cancelled, be cancelled, be cancelled, be cancelled. Hey. I just smelled poverty, and the Lord said, Let the stinking of poverty dry up. Ever since my, my calling, this is the first time I'm hearing something like this. The stink. Something passed through my nose. The Lord said, it is the stinking of poverty. In the mighty and blessed name of Jesus. Poverty dries up from your life from now. From your family from now. Enjoy supernatural wealth. Enjoy supernatural overflow. Enjoy supernatural riches. Bible said that wealth and riches shall be in his house. Put your hand on your head. Ideas. Ideas. Business ideas. There will be young people here. They will start businesses. The nation will come looking for you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. And everything the Lord shows you, it will prosper in Jesus' name. Your accounts are blessed. Every curse of debt is cancelled. Every case of death is cancelled. I said every case of... In the next 90 days. The next 90 days. The next 90 days. Let death be cancelled. Let the Lord give you a good credit record. Receive it in Jesus name. Receive it in Jesus name. Some of you they will call you and they will tell you that. We don't know what has happened but we have cancelled the debt. Receive it. It is done. Say thank you, Father. It is done. Amen. Now lift up a seed. Remember I told you, when you raise a new altar, put on it a seed. Put a giving portal. Some of you can give thousands. Uh, listen. Don't let any... Listen to me. Watch me. Don't let any foreign preacher or pastor come here and you give more than your father can tell you to give it is not scripturally and spiritually correct there are some people when i call for seed they will not but when i invite listen let me help the church one minute anybody that ministers here ministers upon the existing anointing yeah if they come and there is no anointing here they cannot operate 
So when you see them come and then they are manifesting and it is because of the existing anointing. And that is why you must honor the anointing. Amen. Yeah. I want you to lift up a seed. Some of you can give a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, five hundred. When we started the renovation of this house, somebody left the church because of that. They don't understand many things. <laughs> uh, uh, if it is for God, anything goes. In. Anything goes for God, not me. Everything for God must be the best. Nothing. Online members, we have the giving portal. Please, the Lord is talking to somebody. Do it. Do it. If you have done it, just lift up your, your offering, whatever. Lift it up. Lift it up. Maybe the Lord will be telling you to empty your account. Maybe the Lord will be telling you to give. Listen. Believe God. I am telling what I practice. I don't teach theory. I teach practicals. I have evidence. That's two weeks Sunday. A lady came to my office. She said, it is my birthday. She brought me a seed of thousand. I said, Lord, let the doors open. That was Esther. Within that week, her purse that carries everything that was missing for over a week, the police called her. A school that she's applying for, they, they have forgotten everything. They called her. In the military, she's applying for a certain procedure. They have canceled it. They called her. Don't joke with sacrifices. When you sow upon the altar, you, op- you put a voice upon the altar. When you sow in the life of a man or a woman of God, you put premium on their anointing. See, I've never taught these things. Uh, I may never teach it again. Lift it up. <laughs> you know me, I don't like saying things like this. <laughs> Father, in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, every seed we are given, let it become a voice on this new altar that will speak and speak volumes. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. The seed is blessed. The altar is activated. The voice will speak for you. In Jesus' name. Please drop it in. Drop it in. Drop it in. Break that cycle. Drop it in. Don't come forward. Just drop it in. Today somebody came to me and said, I made a pledge in December. I brought it. Now please share the communion quickly. We are out of here. And leave the children for me for five minutes. From here, I'm rushing there. We have never done night of supernatural encounter to this time. Have we? But tonight is a beginning of new things. Yeah. Please drop it in. Drop it in. If it is a pledge, you can write it and say that by this time, uh, the Lord has laid this amount on my heart. I want you to do it. Yeah. Don't start any new business or any new venture without a seed. Learn it. Please, my, come for mine. Get your communion. Ushers, come and carry these seeds. So you can you can take it. Find it, find it. She's going to do something with her seed. Some of you, the Lord will tell you, change it, obey. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Don't say, but they have taken it. We can give it back to you. <laughs> Lift up the communion, Father. Please, if you are here, you are not born again. 
Huh? Wherever you are, just lift up your hand. You are not born again. There is nothing like shyness here. It starts, the new altar starts with a relationship with Jesus. So lift up your hand. You are not born again. You don't have a relationship with Jesus. Can I see your hand up? Can I see? You don't have a relationship with Jesus. All right, for the sake of those online, let's all pray this prayer. Say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for the opportunity. With my heart, I believe that I'm a sinner. And Jesus came to die. With my mouth, I believe and I confess that my sins have been paid for. I am born again from now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, Father, we thank you for the bread. Jesus broke it. He said, my body. We thank you for the cup. He blessed it. He said, my blood. We receive it in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Let's eat it. Remember, God willing, Sunday is our covenant day of remembrance. Come. Our night of supernatural encounter is from 7 to 11. But tonight, the Lord has visited us. Thank you for staying the extra time. May the Lord honor you. May the Lord remember you. You are living here free. Say, I am free. free. No entanglement. No No more bondage. bondage. I live live and walk. walk. In the new covenant and altar. It is speaking goodness, mercies, long life, prosperity, sound health, and overflow. I believe it. Now receive it. Jesus' name. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you in Jesus' mighty name. In case you brought your tithe, you can bring it. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Surely, unless the message shall follow us all the days of our lives, we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. With long life, look on the board and say it. Long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you satisfy me and my household. All the days of our lives. Amen.